right. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Welcome to Mortally Wounded podcast, uh, episode 19, uh, Revenge of the Death Players. So tonight we've, I've got a, two very special uh, guests on with us tonight. We've got uh, Mike Thompson. Hello. And I have uh, Matty Tyrrell, also known as the Mayor of Dubbo. Hey, guys. How you going? <laughs> so, um, he's oh, uh, the mayor, eh? The mayor of Dubbo. So he's taken his uh, time out of his busy schedule to join us this evening. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> we're, so, we're closed up for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike's uh, currently in about six feet of water up in um, Cairns. Uh, so he's uh, trying to like, fight off mould and all sorts of uh, nasties crawling through his um, curtains. Um, uh, thanks for joining us here today, guys. Um, welcome. And basically what we're going to talk about today is uh, just go through our CanCon experiences. And um, as you all know, uh, Mike uh, was third podiumed at uh, CanCon. So yeah, massive, top effort. Uh, yeah massive effort there. Um, thanks, boss. Yeah, really, really super proud of you, mate. Um, you've you've earned it. You've uh, fought your way to the top like Rocky. Now here you are. Just <laughs> finally, like... finally finished higher than me at a tournament, Michael. <laughs> I finished higher than you at Ardfist, mate. Did you? I didn't think you yeah, did. I did. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on. It's on. <laughs> and um, Matty, um, Matty Tyrrell, his, uh, his best death at, at Pink on this year. So we're amongst the giants of, um, of the Death Alliance. So... Um, I'll just hand it over to you guys. Um, so, Mike, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Just tell us how you got into the hobby. Uh, yeah, how you came up with your list for um, CanCon. All right. So, I got into the hobby when I was in high school. I was about 15, 16. Um, I think it was about fifth or sixth edition uh, high elves. Um, as, a, as a teenager, probably didn't have a lot of money and wasn't real, real big on the scene. So... Got the 17, 18, sort of fell out with uh, chasing girls and drinking whatever else. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a common theme. <laughs> yeah, sort of got back into the scene just as um, the end time started again and sort of got a bit shitty because everything was changing and when the new AOS came out, there was no like point system as such and that wasn't something I enjoyed. Um so once the General's Handbook sort of came back out for AOS is when I jumped back in. I'm really into the, the gaming side of things. I'm not very good at sculpting or changing the models or painting them. So that's me as a hobbyist. I, I just love the gaming um, part of it. Um, so, yeah, that's how I got into the hobby. Um, I picked Death for the fact that I did like the Flesh Eater Court models when I did get back into AOS. Um then figured out that, you know, they weren't as good as I thought they were. <laughs> uh, so after the first General's Handbook came out, we started to plan for CanCon 2018, yep. um, which got me on to the two Mortarks. I took Arkin and Neferata with um, Morgast as battle line, and that's when you could summon stuff and... I really enjoyed the magic side of the hero phase and being able to, you know, change your army every game as such. Yeah. So, yeah, one best death there that year. And I think that was the year I didn't play death, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had some, some children in the background. For a few oh, dude. We got a, 
Maddie's, uh, Maddie's yeah, that was the uh, that was the year I didn't play death, so it's probably <laughs> just handed it over for you, man. <laughs> just in case everybody out there who doesn't know, Matt and I have a very large love hate relationship when it comes to our hobby. Um, it's totally great... unintentional. Like I didn't, I didn't know know about that. No, no, before. it's fine. <laughs> you guys on the podcast, I thought, oh, this is better. <laughs> no, it's a great rivalry. Um, we always try to compete for best death when we're at tournaments or overall standings. We bounce off each other with lists and ideas and rulings. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're good friends. We we speak to each other civil, but when it comes to the trash talk, <laughs> we, we, we give it to each other. So it's great. Well, we've been at, I think, four major tournaments together and we still haven't played each other yet. Nah. So it's coming. Yeah, we'll then, um, then we'll see who best death is. <laughs> Why don't you guys grudge each other? Have you ever thought of that? Well, before? we're thinking about that now, dude. But we're, we're trying to line up the tournament. tournament. We're going to go together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sick. Got to find one. Yeah. So my list this time round was Nagash, uh, unit of thirty reapers, a unit of twenty, three units of five dogs, and I took uh, portals with the quicksilver swords. With a necromancer, and I took the um, guardian of souls with mortality glass. So um, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's a bit controversial, but I just wanted to run it for the fact that I had it painted. Um, I took the same list to Bendigo, except the other guardian of souls um, with nightmare lantern last time round. Um, yeah, I know people think I'm out there to be. Um, Oh, what's the word? Uh, just trigger have get people triggered with pay to win models, but um, just playing the meta. No, oh, not even that. Well, it's funny you say the, the meta because uh, uh, a podcast I listened to this afternoon was saying that my army was cookie cutter and that we're finally seeing 60, 50 reapers on the table. I'm like, I took this six months ago. So, like, if you, yeah, I don't know how cookie cutter it is, but. Um, it's just a list I had painted and ready to go. Yeah, it's definitely solid, dude. It's happened to have fifty reapers painted. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good work, man. Yeah, thanks for that. And um, so, um, Maddie, tell us about a bit about yourself. How you got in the hobby and how you came up with your list. Um, well, I started. I'm only really not that. I'm fairly new to the whole thing. Um, I started just towards the end of uh, fantasy. So I played about six months before AOS came out and I started with the uh, the Ogres because I like the, uh, lo- love the models and, and they're quite tough and, you know, they just get in and smash stuff. But um, And then AOS came out and uh, really threw a spanner in things, but um, Ogres sort of benefited from it because it was... It was back then. There was a few different things going around on how to play point style, sort of. So they were doing counting wounds as points. Yeah. So ogres were, you know, they're four wounds each, but we all know that how tough they are. And so it was um, at the start of AOS. I was playing a fair bit against Jesse Perkins, and he had um, <laughs> goblins and and spider riders and stuff. And and it was just sort of. It was getting to the point where um, I was getting a bit bored with it. Like it was quite uh, – ogres were just 
just sort of smashing everything up, especially if iron guts. Like I was taking yeah. iron guts all the time, and they were just smashing everything. And I, I was sort of getting a little bit bored of it. And I um I started on I found a small little death army on on Facebook, um, on Face Bay. I think it was like a a necromancer, a vampire lord on foot, and I think might have been twenty skeletons or something so, like that. Yeah. And uh, I got that. It rocked up in the mail and just just looking at the skeletons and how much detail they had and like now I look at skeletons I don't even look at them but back then it was just like you're looking at them and you're like they're so cool I love love the look of them etc and yeah um and then as I sort of got into it a bit like obviously because all the rules were free so you could sort of look up look them all up and see what might work best and um death just really they just stood out to me because they had so much synergy with their models and yeah. like all the heroes provide, you know, all their different little buffs and then like even skeletons, they get buffed. If they're within 18 inches, they get plus one to hit, you know. It's just all these little buffs. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I love this love this army because it, it gives me something to think about as I'm playing. Yeah. Like, it's not just yeah. not just ogres where you run across the board, just smash stuff yeah. and, and game over, whereas... Um, yeah, that, that, I really enjoyed the aspect of them and how they played. Um, so then skip forward a bit. I was just played heaps there. And, um, CanCon 2017 was my first ever tournament that I'd ever been to. Um, rocked up with a mixed death list. I had uh, I had a ghoul patrol in my <laughs> in my uh, mixed death list. So I had um, I think it may have been two or three units of ten ghouls, must have been three, I can't remember now. Um, I had a ghoul king on zombie dragon. I had uh, Manfred. I had a terrorgeist and I had uh, two Morgast Arkai. Um, <laughs> I think I had the necromancer. Just a, It was just a mix of everything. But it all, the list worked really well together. Um so I just ran Manfred with the two the two other behemoths, and they just run around the board, just smashing stuff. And <laughs> in the end, I that's I think one of the reasons I got best best death that year was I didn't finish the highest death. I I think Deke might have even finished um, top ten or something that year with yeah. his uh, Blood Knights. I, I finished uh, you know, about seventeenth or something, but um, I got a lot of kill points in that tournament. I um just smashed armies that I didn't win all the games but yeah I had a lot of fun and um and then yeah and then fast forward a few more tournaments and then and then this year 2019 um so the list I took to CanCon this year was it's a list I've been working on for quite a while I um I first started the list um back when Legions and Nagash first came out sort of thing and I went to Ardfist in Melbourne last year where Michael went to as well and he he sort of went the uh he went down the Nagash Nagash road and I it's the only way I to went go down the, hey it's the only way to go yeah <laughs> I went down the vampire lord obviously on zombie dragon yeah. road but my uh my list back then was still in the old edition the first edition and it it really revolved around actually my um, my vampire lord on steed. Um, he was my general. He had I took grand host Nagash, so he had um, Lord of Nagashazar giving plus one to death rattle. Um, then his own command ability plus one attack. So my list back then was I had fifteen black knights and they were 
I, I still had the zombie dragon, but the 15 black knights were my biggest hitters, Like, and people didn't realize because it was sort of back before people were using black knights. Yeah, before they, um, were like, um, they weren't that crash hot. No, nah, well, they were. They, they It was just in the start of the Legions and the Gash book. So yeah. they had their threes to hit, threes to wound, two they really damage. That, didn't they? They yeah, oh. yeah, and you give them four attacks each with pile intact twice. Yeah. Um, they're moving 12 inches with their charge. It's they're um, they're sticking oh, yeah. I played um, uh, I played Liam, Liam game three, and he yeah. had his. His dirty Hagnar list and um, <laughs> I what was it was the uh, what's the, the it's the long deployment board and you've got um, your own objective either end the two in the middle um, battle for the pass and I just went up both flanks I went up one flank with the black knights and the other flank with skeletons and uh, my black knights just wiped through half his army pretty much because they were fully buffed <laughs> and they, he was just but yeah it was a good game but. Back then, that was my list. Um, so then fast forward to Bendigo last year, I I changed from Grand Host to Legion of Blood. Um, so the reason I did that, I took Ethereal Amulet then. Hello. I took Ethereal Amulet on my Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon and I gave him the battle trait Neg 1 to hit in combat. Um, and then obviously he's getting the extra attack. Um Still have my Vampire Lord in my list on on Steed to give another plus one attack. His own command ability to give reroll failed hits. So, um, and I also I changed it up a bit. So I threw in I had a I've got a unit of nine Spirit Hosts. Um, so they can be buffed up too. They can be given the reroll failed hits, which is quite brutal on them. Yeah. Um, and because they're summonable, you can give the the plus the you know the the pile in attack twice of Van Hells. Yeah. Um, still got the unit of 40 skeletons, so they can be all buffed too. Uh, I've got the 10 black knights can be buffed as well. Um, I've got two two vamp, uh, necromancers. Um, and what else have I got? Oh, just five direwolves for taking objectives. So, yeah. Um, you say like yeah, um, the... so it's pretty it's a it's a well-rounded list i've been playing it for a long time been playing against uh jesse perkins and um i've sort of i've sort of built the list so i've got something there's a unit every unit in my list can do something and take care of things so the spirit yeah. hosts are good for anything that suffers mortal wounds so um, any Stormcast list that's good against Spirit Host and even the Zombie Dragon with the Ethereal Amulet, the Spirit Host will just munch through it um, and <laughs> it's the only thing that can really kill it. Um, so, yeah, everything in my list has a has a purpose um, and it all does pretty well. And as we can see, I yeah, I went 5-0 and at uh, – 5 and 1, sorry, at CanCon. So it's pretty happy. That's brilliant, man. Congratulations and um, well, well deserved. And finally a trophy. For um, best death, eh? <laughs> cool. Anyway, um, yeah, just a, just having a sneaky dig at you there, mate. But um, I think uh, what we'll do is just uh, take a quick break, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about um, our battles at CanCon. So um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Play the game. Everybody, play the game. And I'm finally back. <laughs> we're back. Yes, we're back indeed. 
So, all right, let's uh, let's have a chat about Cancun, guys. Um, so you both came down from uh, so Matt, you came up from Albury, and Mike, you came down from Cairns. Yeah, mate, sure did. Uh, so you mean Rockhampton and Dubbo? Rockhampton <laughs> <laughs> and Dubbo. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's for you, Adam. <laughs> um, all right, so Mike. Um, I might um, just focus in on you, mate. So being a, a podium number three in the event, um, just to run us through your games. Yeah, mate. Before I do, can I just say uh, a quick thank you to Clint, the Heralds of War, all the people that helped him get that event done. Like that is, yeah. it was run so smoothly. It was awesome. Um, I didn't hear anyone say a bad word. Um, they should be proud of themselves for that event. It was awesome. Absolutely, yeah. Top job. Um, yeah, definitely want to re- re- reiterate that that sentiment for sure. And a big thanks to everybody that turned up as well. Without people turning up, we wouldn't have that event either. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, my first game was against Josh Carroll from uh, Cabela Bar, Brisbane. Um, we were playing the three places of power, um, and he brought the the uh, big ass corn dragon. Um, that oh, thing is fun is, to play against. Yeah, it is. The thing is massive. You just you sit there in awe, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I've got a photo of Nagash next to it, and it's just oh, it's it's just gobsmacking. <laughs> like, it takes up like a whole fucking like quarter of the board, doesn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah, mate. It's, section. It's no joke. So, yeah, where'd you go setting that up from the side? Like, if you got to be holy within six inches. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that doesn't have to be. It, it can set up anywhere. It just drops in. <laughs> he does what he wants, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, you, you can't argue with that shit. <laughs> that thing is twelve hundred points, thirty wounds. Um, I think it's a three-up save. Neg three to casting. Like, yeah, it's it's awesome. I don't. I think Josh said like. We spoke to him at the end of the tournament, and he said no one had killed it in the six games. He um he was running really? the slaughter priest, yeah, he was running the slaughter priest to give it plus one save. I think that's what it does, yeah. <laughs> so he's got a two up save, and then he's got a chaos sorcerer lord that's letting him reroll ones to hit wound and save. So, like it's a two up rerolling ones. It's just like oh Jesus Christ, With thirty wounds, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I saw this matchup the night before, drinking at the campsite, and I'm just like, oh, this is bullshit. And everyone's like, hand a dust it off, hand a dust it off. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, but it's neg three the casting, so hand a dust is an eight, naturally. And then you've got to pick the right hand, or hope he doesn't pick the right hand to get it off to begin with. <laughs> and he's got a chance to dispel this Chaos Sorcerer Lord, you know. Like, it's, it's not as easy as saying that. And... <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole game plan is to get your heroes, and I've only got three, onto the objectives to score points. Yeah. So it was like, oh. He's taking up two objectives with one model. Yeah. <laughs> he actually probably could. So what happened is uh, 30 Reapers and the Guardian Souls went up on the right-hand flank. Um, he gave me first turn. Um, the gash hung back in the middle a little bit, and I had a necromancer and twenty reapers go up on the left. Um, I was only capping one objective at the end of turn one. Um, the dogs sort of acted as a barrier in the middle, 
Um, and then throughout the other turns, the Necro got onto the objective turn two. The Guardian Souls stayed on the right-hand flank pretty safe, and the Dragon just come out hunting the gash big time. I was just like, oh, dear. <laughs> I, was in, I was not looking forward to this. Um, it wiped out 20 Reapers in a turn. It wiped, yeah, it wiped out 30 Reapers in a turn. It wiped out the gash in two turns because he activated the blood type points oh, to no. attack in my hero phase. <laughs> the look on my face must have been fucking priceless because I was just like, oh, dear. So, yeah, I just – that game – was really, really quick because he had a few models to move. Um, it was a good game. I've met I've met Josh a few times in Brisbane. Great guy. And I just got lucky that his dragon shot my necromancer off, but his chaos sorcerer lord was sitting there on the objective. So since he killed it with a different hero, he actually didn't claim it because oh, yeah. the yeah. chaos sorcerer lord didn't move. Yeah. And he's, he was like, oh, no, that's bullshit. I'm like, no, nah, mate, this is the rules. He's like, oh, well, I'm not here to win. So um, <laughs> that's okay then. I've got rid of your hero. You can't score there. I'm like, yeah, that's right. But it actually decided the game. Like, he tabled me, and I actually won by a point. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, it was that close. <laughs> Did you kill his dragon or not? No, no, no. No. I didn't, <laughs> didn't even won. Didn't Did even try. <laughs> Didn't even try. I was just trying to keep the other two heroes alive because I knew he was going for Nagash. Um, yeah. I tried to kill off his other heroes as well so they couldn't score, which was the plan. Um, game two, I came up against Gabe from the Ruinax. Um, oh, yeah. What's up, Gabe? Shout out. <laughs> yeah, Gabe. Gabe's a great opponent. Beautiful. Yeah, the Beast of Chaos army. It was awesome. Very nice. All the oranges and blues and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. So if you don't don't follow him or you haven't heard of him, he has a, a blog called The Ruinax, um, puts up his painting and um, game stories on there. It's a good read if you're interested. Have a look. Yeah, yeah champion. Um, yeah, so Gabe, Gabe's running uh, Beast of Chaos. He was running the Zeech battalion from the beast of chaos but under the beast of chaos allegiance so everything could dispel from nine inches um yeah <laughs> um he he we're playing the better part of valor so you got the six objectives you burn them to get points um and i don't know if gabe realized or he didn't but he moved everything from his army forward except for one objective where he had 10 ungore or 10 gore sitting there so he had 50 best of core hit my front lines turn one. He had six enlightened, a couple of chaos spawns. He's like, I'm going to try and wipe you off the table turn one. I'm like, by the way, you're not scoring the objectives. He's like, oh, I tagged and go. I said, well, you haven't tagged. That's at the end of your first turn. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you've got to wait, yeah. There's yeah. No, uh, definitely no eight-point scores there then. Nah, he um, charged straight across, made all his charges, so I've got – Two units of best of gore, one on the left, one in the middle, and six enlightened on my right. My right-hand side was only five dogs, so I was happy for him to have that. And he burnt it straight away once he killed the dogs. I was like, oh, okay, that makes things easy. Um, his best of gore tried to kill the 30 reapers in the middle, but that didn't happen. And the 20, 20 best of gore on the left-hand side actually hit five dogs, which 
they killed and then allowed the 20 Reapers to come in over the top. And, yeah, all of a sudden, best of gores were flying left, right and centre. Um, and I think Gabe knew it from there that oh, I didn't do as much damage as I was hoping. Yeah. So um, I feel, yeah, I felt a little bit sorry for him. But, oh, that that first turn charge really makes you sit back and go, oh, please hold on, please hold on. Yeah, like, I mean, because you wouldn't have had your uh, no battle shocker. No, that's right. Like, no, I, got, I, I did have a command point. I, that's why I was oh, nine, okay. I was running 1950 points. I always take a yeah. command point. That's my theory that if you do get alpha charged, you can hold on to a unit. Yeah. Uh, or, or if they, if you want to let them run, you can reset them up with the command ability yeah. from the gash or from death. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that was that game was over pretty quick. There was just bodies flying everywhere. Um, Gabe's a great guy. He had to make two six-up saves to save his shaman, and he rolled them, and we high-five. It's like, that's unbelievable. It was just a really cool game, really cool guy. Um, oh, cool. Hopefully he's a kind and kind to me when he writes up his blog. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Try and get this out before he writes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um Game three was uh, against Fire Slayers. Um, and we we're playing Border War, and it was quite, quite interesting. Um, I think his name's Richard, but whenever you see him on events, it's under Feud One. Do you know this guy, oh, James? Yep. Which guy? Sorry. Uh, it, his name's Feud One. When you look at oh yeah name, yeah, I know but his feud, name's yeah. Richard. Yeah. 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 Um. Last year he brought all those um fire slayers with the like the the sort of blue. Um, yeah, that's what he took this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so yeah. he um he brought sixty of the shooting Hearthguard, I think they are. So he's got two units of thirty of them, and I'm like, oh, that's great! I've got to go up against shooting. This is going to be fun. <laughs> um, what he did was is put everything into the ground. All all three units had a hero connected to them, so they're all in the ground. He had a magma droth and I think a ruin smith only on the field, and then he said, "You can go first. I'm like, oh. What do I do here? <laughs> like, I know if I push Nagash forward, that's where all the shots are going. So you've got to sort of grab objectives where you can, but protect at the same time. Like, it's, yeah. I do found it. To, do they have to come up nine inches away? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, probably eighteen inch range or something. But I mean, if he doubles turn, double turns, you turn two, and the gash is out in the middle of nowhere. You, <laughs> it's goodbye, it's, Nagash. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So, yeah, I just happened to push two side flanks and um, <laughs> uh, left one flank slightly weaker. So that's where 30 guys came up and then everything else came up on his own objective because that was worth, is it four points if you grab them in Border Wall? Uh, your opponent's objective is yeah, four. Grab, yeah. yeah, if you grab your opposite, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, same thing again. Um, just 60 shots coming, like, just way to numbers, you know, sure enough, things started to die, and he was actually clawing back the points. Um, I think I had 10 dogs and 10 reapers on my own objective, and he had, yeah, stuff pouring in. Um, he, he failed a couple of charges, and then I was happy, uh, lucky enough to bring back some more bodies and held on. I think I won by two or three points on that one. He um he called it at the top of turn five when he missed uh when he missed out on priority. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that was a so really... we've had three close games then. Yeah, they were all fairly close. Oh, no, the Gabe one probably wasn't close, and that's no disrespect to Gabe. He just, yeah, I think 50 Reapers is a pretty good matchup for Beasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Mm. For, um, most that... things. for most things, really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that with Beasts of Chaos, so they really rely on their rend. Um, yeah. Their, their one rend, etc., and that's... Obviously, with your readings, yeah. it doesn't. Like matter. I said, that's no disrespect to Gabe. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just a bad matchup for him. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. So yeah. the Saturday night, I was like, I was staying at the camping grounds out there. I grabbed my old man lives down there. I grabbed the swag and stayed out there. And um, this big lightning storm came flying through. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was insane. Yeah. It was. It was like being up here in Cairns, mate. Without. With lightning, like just the wind, the rain, you're like, oh, Jesus, are we going to hold on? In a swag. Yeah, in a swag. It was good fun. <laughs> oh, it's called living, apparently. <laughs> hey, mate, um, now it's a party. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, but it cooled things down for day two. Like, it was a nice day, day two. Um, so, yeah. yeah heaps better. When the matchups come up Saturday night, I, I see this name that I've never seen before, which was Paul... Grexty, I think. I hope I said that right. Yeah, Grexty. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I had to go through the four pages of Army's lists to find him, and he's playing Swiss Talk Agents. And I'm like, <laughs> have I been marked down for a loss here? Like, I honestly didn't think Swiss Talk Agents went through because I hadn't read any of the stream stuff or anything. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Anyway, I'll just cop it on the chin and go play him. And then <laughs> after I've read the matchups. The one of the Bendigo boys had gone, oh, it's Flaming Missiles as a Realmscape rule as well. I'm like, what? He did not get that. Oh, you're kidding me. And then... He's got a lot of shooting in his... Yeah, it's 60 spy guard with Ren 1 shots. You're just like, oh, and they're all wounding on twos because of the synergy in his army. It's just yeah, like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, that's relocating orb, and um, I got to go first. So what I did was throw 20... Um, with the Mortality Gas spell, you get a free six-inch move on a Night Haunt unit. Yep. So the 20 unit of Reapers went up to the closest point of his deployment zone where he had 30 Spy Guard. Um, they got their eight-inch move after that, and they had double pile-in. So I just tied up the first yeah. shooting unit. Um, yes, you would have took a few out, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to have them shooting into... Unrendable yep. stuff. Yeah. Um, Nagash. Yeah. Well, Nagash cast portals, and there was a big piece of terrain where his whole army was sitting around, and I threw off uh, spec- Spectral Grass, which is half movement. Oh, and yeah, and Ad- he was like, oh, Jesus, is that really a spell? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it man. is. And so there were the, other, the other 30 Spy Guard were, like, movement two or three. Um, wow. Yeah, so I grabbed the objective, got a point. He come back at me with, um, I'm not too sure what exactly, but he got the objective for three points. We rolled off. Oh, the, the orb bounced to where my 20 Reapers were and then rolled off for priority, which I gave to him. And he's like, that spell's still on that terrain piece, isn't it? I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. And and he was just like, oh, this, is, this isn't good. So... Um, I was lucky enough to tie him up for two or three turns with his shooting. Um, 
I don't think he scored a point then, and I got three. So I was one point up. Turn three, the all bounced twice and happened oh. to bounce right underneath Nagash. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and, good for you, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we rolled off for priority, and he actually won it and took it. And I thought that was okay. a mistake in my opinion, yeah. but he had an idea, a plan, and yeah. it, mm. I said, okay, go for it, mate. Do it. And his general had the six-inch piling, can go over the top of stuff. Thought of judgment, and, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I don't know if it's short of judgment, but he was doing five damage. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. um, so his plan was to charge something near the gash, then piling over six. He had all these other flying stuff that was giving him the penance that give him twos to wound. So he's hitting on threes, doing five damage a pop. I think that was either Ren 1 or Ren 2. So I was like, oh, here we go. I'd need to survive this. And his attacks were one, two, two, two. And he's just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's no. BS. And I'm like, mate, I'm so sorry. Oh. But at the same time, cheering <laughs> in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you want to see him get a couple of hits and make a game of it. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like, that's not a – that wasn't the best way to win, but, I'll, you know. Um, so at the bottom of three, we said, oh, look, I said, do your two unbinds for mortal wounds to finish his general off. He goes, yeah, here they are. I said, okay, let's make it a story. I said, here comes Hand of Dust. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, I handed Dusty's general off, and oh, he was really oh, cool man. about it. He goes, hey, what are you going to do? I said, he goes – I knew the Reapers were coming. Um, I went 3-0. and I did something I didn't think anybody was going to do with Swift Talk agents. So yeah, yeah, he was one of the coolest guys to play. I, I believe you know him, James, fairly yeah, well. So yeah. played many a game against Paul. Yeah, so, <laughs> we, had, yeah we had some practice games in the lead up as well. Yeah. yeah. So I learned a little bit about his uh, our home life or backstory. So I'm really glad he got to be on the stream. Absolutely. I'm glad he went 3-0. and Like. That's awesome. Yeah. His army, yeah. So, yeah, now I'm 4-0, and oh, four majors, four secondaries, and um, sitting down at lunch, and I'm like, oh, I've got to be fairly close. Um, keeping on tabs with Matt because my plan the whole time was to win best death. I didn't want to podium. <laughs> I didn't want to win. Oh, you know, that's just... You, if you can stand up and nice, say, oh, nice day, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you can say that you're the best in your Grand Alliance, that's just the goal that I like. Yeah. Um, I'm coming. I'm going to try and come for it over the next couple of years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're sitting down at lunch. Uh, I heard Ash had had a win, Ash McEwen, who was another one I was keeping an eye on. I, I believe he's a really good player. He was running Night Haunt. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was all. Uh, Sort of in my back of my mind, we're sitting down having lunch, and then the the matchups have come through, and I see this name, and I'm like, oh, here we go, and it's Adam Burt. Like I only know him because he is on a podcast. I don't know him for anything else. <laughs> yeah, I, think and, I think he did win some tournament at one point. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't. I didn't know that. I think he's a so. lesbian or something, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I've had the pleasure of playing Adam at RCGT, where he happened to make four or five nine-inch charges with his Stormcast, the other sky, and proceeded to, yeah, teach me a lesson. <laughs> um, so this time round, we're playing Knife to the Heart, 
and I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be fun because he's got the Vexilor that can teleport. He can jump out of the sky. He's got 15 evocators. I'm just like, oh, this is... 15? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I suppose I can't talk. Very brutal. <laughs> <day. laughs> I suppose I can't talk taking 15 creepers, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, the game starts off and he's got a piece of terrain piece in his deployment zone that has uh, a knight in Cantor, his general, and ten sequitors, I believe. And I cast the Spectral Grasp again, so the half movement. Um, and I gathered that if I move forward, the evocators are coming from behind, so I just stayed where I was. Um, I knocked off the, uh, the Encantor, I think, with um, Mortal Wound output. Or it might have been the next turn, but I got a, a dispel scroll out of him. Um, then he drops down only the five five evocators, I think, and another encantor with the vexilor to um, get that another dispel scroll off. Um, sure enough, got that one out of him. Turn two, um, I decided to push a bit forward because his whole army was out. And I thought this is going to come down to kill points. He's got 10 sequitors on his home objective with two units of 10 skinks. If I go charging that, um, I think my army is going to be split in half and not in a good spot. So I just thought take take a minor win, go 5-0, and and you've got to be pretty happy with that. So Adam, Adam's 10 evocators just destroyed, or 15 destroyed... A lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I tell 10 sequitors. I killed his general. I think I killed the two encantors. The Vexilla was probably the only one I didn't get to. Um, and it's probably the main one I should have killed. <laughs> he gets re-rolls or something, doesn't he? For, yeah. For night. Charging. Yeah. No, no. Oh, that's the hit. Combat. Nah, the Sekis get D3 hits on sixes. Yeah. yeah it's brutal. Yeah. So, yeah. um... Turn four, Nagash came out to finish off a unit of 10 sequitors. Um, that was at the bottom of four, I think. Oh, no, might have been the top of four. Um, and 20 Greengrass Reapers were fighting against either 15 or 10 Evocators. Um, his 10 Evocators done their handshake or their lightning move on my Guardian of Souls to get rid of the Neg 1 to wound and the 1 dice charge. Um, and then turn five come down. I only had two. Love that spell. Yeah. Had two Reapers left. Um, no, it was an artifact, James, not a spell, sorry. From the Legion and the Gash. For the oh. Neg Wonder Wound, it's a six inch bubble. Oh, yes, yes, yep. 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 Um, so uh, I had two green, uh, two of the 20 Reapers left and the unit of 30, uh, a couple of units of dogs and the gash. Uh, turn five priority was coming for a roll. We're a bit pumped for time and Adam's like, if I, if I win this priority, I think I win or I'm pretty sure I win was his comment, I think. And we rolled. I won priority. I took it. I just retreated everything, um, brought models back and just locked up my objective. I was winning on kill points. We'll pump for time. And Adam just said, oh, look, I can't get through that call. We had a handshake, had a minor win on kill points. Yeah. Um, 
the game, that game to me was one of the best games I've ever had. It wasn't enjoyable. It was one of the best. And I, when I say enjoyable, I wasn't relaxed. It was nothing that Adam did. Yeah, it's it just intense. that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like you're at the world's biggest tournament event. You're playing Adam, who's been to Masters, won CanCon last year, like yeah. can play the game. Did he win CanCon? Apparently. Oh. Um, can, oh, was it CanCon? Was it I can't remember. Yeah, well, Dan from AOS Shorts kept coming up for updates. Like, oh, you're the reigning champ. We need to know what's going on. I'm like, <laughs> what about the little bloke from bloody Rockhampton over here, mate? Hey, eh? like, easy. <laughs> Not so little. At least, so you, little, at least but... you can say you've won six games at CanCon. <laughs> so yeah um no but to adam's credit him and i i think are very similar we're very competitive you want to win not the biggest fan of losing um we shook hands added up points and oh mate to me that was a, a grand final of sorts yeah and then um yeah, i'm he, thinking he's intense to play with i, I yeah. play quite a bit and he just if he doesn't, if you make a small mistake, he jumps on it. He's yeah, and that's very that's that's player. the sign of a good player, you know. Oh, like, yeah, he's a um, good player. I, um, Chris does that as well. If you make a mistake, he makes you, he punishes you for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, game six, um, there was a bit of chit chatter about who's on the top table. Everyone sort of knew it was Matt and Cron with their lists. And I'm like, oh, that's cool there, five majors. Um, I know Matt had had a, a loss, sorry to spoil your games, but I'm like, okay, he's out of the picture for best death. I'm like, where's Ash? Where's Ash? And I'm like... <laughs> hey, I and, still could have beat you for best death there. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I knew I knew Nick was in the picture as well, but I see Nick's list similar to mine, so I'm like, well, if he beats me on the podium... Because someone told me how to draw, so I didn't really think he was in it. As such, yeah. I knew he hadn't lost, but if someone told me how to draw, so I, I didn't take that as a minor as such. So I thought, okay, he's out of it as well. And then I'm like, oh, I wonder if Ash has had a win. And then someone said, oh, the matchings are up. I'm like, oh, shit. Look at the matchings, and I've got Ash on table two. And I'm like, oh, and this is no disrespect to Ash, but I was pretty confident with that matchup. Just the fact that Nagash knew all the spells of his heroes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh wow. And I knew I knew that he had movement shenanigans with the dread harrow blade from the Nighthawk. Um but I was just like, oh, I can I can do this from here, like this is cool. And um sure enough, I just wanted to hold the three middle objectives like straight across the board to get five points a turn and Ash sort of helped me with that by splitting his army in half, going for the two long sides. Um, I took first turn. He brought that big terrain piece, the the um, the one they remade and resold. Oh, oh the Warscry Citadel. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, Mance or whatever it's called. So um, he had his army surrounded around that, and sure enough, special grasp that. So all his army was half moved, and that was sort of Ash's game plan. I think was to negate yeah. people's movement. Did he get the um, purple sun up on you? Yeah, he did. I, that come up on the stream. So first turn, I've had my turn. Ash gets his, and purple sun goes off. I'm like, well, 
I'm really not fussed if I don't dispel this, but I should. So I roll my dice and roll double one. <laughs> so I don't I don't dispel it, and Purple yeah. Sun comes out, and I'm like, oh well, that's not a problem because when it comes down to priority, now you got two options of going first or moving that. You got to think bigger picture, sort of thing. Yeah. And Ash actually won priority turn two and took it, took the turn. So I got to move Purple Sun, oh, and no. Purple Sun went over his black coach and killed a chain grasp as well, I think. And then I rolled a six up on his Purple Sun and it took nine mortal wounds. And I'm just Ooh, like, oh, wow. geez. <laughs> Ash, Ash is like, that's not supposed to happen. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the black coach and his blade guys all come from the gas around the other side and they sort of didn't punch through reapers enough they didn't a fair bit of work but just not enough so i think turn two i had he had three reapers left two or three blade guys and i killed his black coach and his dread harrow blade so that he had no movement shenanigans yeah so yeah i sort of grabbed four of the objectives by the end of turn three and he just had heroes and 10 chain rasps on one objective and yeah we sort of called it there we were running out of time and he was happy to um defeat uh i think i won by a point on that one as well by 13 12 yeah wow <laughs> i just gotta say that all my six all six opponents were awesome they that was made for a great weekend for myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. There was no complaints, no sad faces, no salt when it comes to having to face Nagash and 50 Reapers. So it's a credit to all six. Um, yeah. I just want all six to know that when it comes to best opponent and your second best opponent, it's not an easy choice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You, you can only pick two and like you're like, well, what do you do? Like it's flip a coin just about. Should have like a ranking system, like on your score sheet. Just go like. Oh, don't do high. that. <laughs> have, have you heard that story about how that cost Gemma from the failed charge a tournament? No. So I think the Brizhammer boys did something like that. You ranked your opponents, uh, but I think you had to leave one off. So it's not even best to worst. You just had to rank them and leave one off. And Michael and Gemma, Gemma's <laughs> partner, played each other, and she he. Left her off, so she oh. got no points for that game, and it cost her a tournament or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's pretty right, funny. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, good times. <laughs> uh, well. I mean, um, I just want to, um, yeah, like pick your brain about the um, spectral grasp spell. Like, so what's your, yeah, what's your sort of philosophy behind that? Like, what do you? Well, I've got to. What brought you to that spell? How did you like work it up to that? Why did you choose it? Like, it's what's the range of it? It's. A, is it normal eighteen inch? Yeah, you're pushing me. I'm pretty sure it is. And then you're doing the obviously you do the portals to get. It yeah, yeah, through the portals. Um, so yeah, I, I only used it um in those three games. I actually mentioned it to be honest with you. Um, I knew Gabe's army was going to be way too quick. Um, the Chaos Dragon, I did not know what to take there. But the Special Grasp, um, I've got to thank Tim McDivitt from the Mango Mafia. He lives up here these days. Um, 
he got me onto it because I didn't never paid it much respect to be honest. Um, yeah, I've tried, I've tried it a few times and I sort of I found that because they had to be within range of it at the start of their movement, movement phase. phase. Yeah. yeah, so they can kind of be a bit of a dud. Yeah, but if you get it off twice, you can pin two terrain pieces. Yeah, and yeah. Cancon, you had some massive terrain pieces, like Ashes one. Yeah. Like it's yeah, you got to be three inches away from that terrain piece as well. Yeah. So then, like, if you put it on a piece of mystical, people have to move away from it, you know, oh, yeah. to not be negated with their movement. You know, like, Paul's poor spy guard are only moving two or three inches. Like, that's massive in a game where yeah. I've got 14-inch move Reapers and the portal, I mean, the orbs jumping from one side of the table to the other. Yeah. Um, so, so did you guys actually... <laughs> change spells for each game like i i, I honestly i just i did with, i honestly stuck with what i know and i did the exact same each game yeah um but no. yeah i was just wondering you guys do did you so you changed yours michael yeah like i um, except for the necro the necromancer always had the neg one to hit spell yeah um, because he can't take vampire spells so you had to yeah. had to give him that the guardian can't take a spell no. And then the the three that Nagash got was uh, vile transference was probably always there. All it is, I just think that's just a good way of keeping him alive. Yeah. Or your spell. other yeah, or your other heroes if you need need to be. Yeah. Um, and then it's a toss up between pinions, neg one attack characteristic, grasp, or um, um, neg one to wound for characters. That's yeah. uh, decrepify. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sort of, I, I chose the same spells. Um, I just kept it uniform throughout all my games, just for because it's kind of easy to how I was playing the army. So I think, yeah. like, and it was easier. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I guess that's why I wanted to ask about special grass because I had, I've tried it before, but sort of, you know, it, it's maybe one of those more finesse kind of um, spells, I suppose. Like, and you've, by the sound of it, it's really helped you in, um, in three of your um, biggest games. Yeah, so, like yeah. I think you need spell portal with it though, like, because otherwise they're already within eighteen inches, aren't they? Like, yeah. And you don't really want your hero. To no, be that's that, a good that point. Close, so the spell portal yeah. really makes it heaps better. The fact that you you're negating someone's movement, like, I think the meta at the moment is bodies bodies win games, and then the fact that you can outmaneuver your opponent. Yeah. Like the fact that. Um, like Paul's Swift Talk agents list, like the stuff that can fly that's moving 16, yeah. all of a sudden it's eight and he's really behind the eight ball with his battle or his game plan as such. Yeah. Like he's just like, oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> so the piece was fairly big. He'd have to split the pennants away from each other, which was not part of his game plan as well. So he had to stay within the terrain piece to keep his army as a as synergized as possible but they're not moving anywhere so yeah. it's just a choice that you give your opponent like either break up your army away from that terrain piece or stick there and move slow you know like it's just choices that you make your opponent don't want to make yeah 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 for sure did um did paul get um did he get the comment off on you yeah yep <laughs> I don't, Which, I don't seem to worry about the comet too much in a Death Army. 
No, it it didn't bother me. Um, I'm sit there and fester like because yeah. I honestly, I honestly believed he couldn't unbind it to cast it again. So once it dropped, it's like okay, I move. Nagash just moved where he wanted to, and it was like next turn. <laughs> stuck yeah, there. and then yeah, yeah, the the comet stuck. It's not hitting anyone. And then what yeah. happened is the next turn, the orb, the objective landed right on Nagash. It's like oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I can imagine being. In Paul's shoes in that moment, and just going, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it for me. It right. just sucks that you play really nice guys, and <laughs> shit like that happens. Eh? you're like, yeah, I'm winning. Oh, like that. Oh shit. I, yeah, yeah. I, ha- I really hate relocating orb. I've I love it. At three tournaments now, and I have not won it. <laughs> oh, mate, I only got lu- I got very lucky in mine because we actually um. Because, you know, a lot of, from what I heard on the day, there were some games going on where people were playing it within six inches for the heroes. Instead oh, of yeah. Games. Actually, um, Jesse Perkins's game was the same. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think, afterwards, uh, all... he said something to me. I'm like, um, uh, we were watching someone else next to us. He was sitting next to me and we we're watching another game and they were talking about it. And he's like, oh, what are they on about? He goes, They're within six. I'm like, no, only heroes can be within three. And he's like, yeah. oh, Ah, that they their their game that they played. That's how they played the whole game. So it doesn't matter with him. You played uh, the whole game, but once you yeah. I, what what you know, I'll, I'll go into my game yeah. in more detail later. But there was this moment in that scenario where we were just like we were getting really intense around oh, that yeah, it was um, around game. objective, like measuring like per, as perfect as we could. Then yeah. it sort of the, the penny dropped, and we're like, oh shit! So it was your yeah, game, wasn't it? Jesse was was Jesse playing you? Uh, not in that scenario. No, I no, played Destiny oh, okay. in a different in a different game. Yeah, yeah but that, this Sorry. is game in, one of day two. In saying yeah. that about rules, though, like yeah. there's two people playing at that table. Someone should be able to read a book. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not having a shot at you, James, or anything. But no, no, you're exactly, you're exactly, you're right, you exactly. You're right. You can't turn around and say my opponent did this when you were there at the game and yeah. you both had options problem, to read the book. The yeah. problem comes down is people play like it, it's probably more the people that practice the game a lot. They'll practice it a lot, but they only read the rules once, and then they think yeah. they think yeah. they know Feel the rules. Way. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm guilty of that. It's same. The, the, yeah. What I was talking to you about the other day, Michael, with um, yeah, with bringing the grave sites from, from grave sites. <laughs> yeah. So when I played in Melbourne at Ardfist, I was using the grave sites to heal, and then the next one to heal. I was bringing him into range, but. At somewhere along the line, I've been told that I had to pick all the units that were in range of grave sites at the start of my turn, and then heal only those units that could make like in range. But as it turns out, I was I've been playing that wrong. So now, yeah, I realised you can daisy chain them back to the next uh, grave site. Yeah, yeah. So, so as long as you you do it in sequence, but like yeah, but it's it's it's. The grave sites and invocation happen at the same time, so it's all G. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those things you read the rule and then you think, "Oh, I know that." Like, and even at yeah. Sydney Sydney GT last year, I um, I was playing um the pinion spell, and I was playing it because it's, it's you know how it's a vampire spell. I was playing it as a cast on seven, so I was, all, all tournament right up until my last game. I was playing it as a cast on seven, and in my very last game, I played against a list that had two zo- it had uh, a zombie dragon, it had Nagash, and it had um, uh, what's the other zombie dragon? The named character, Voldry. Voldry. Yeah. 
Um, and he had all three, and he, he's like, oh, I'm going to cast Pinions, and he cast it with uh, Nagash, and he only rolled a like a three or something. And he goes, oh, that casts. And I'm like, no, dude, that, that doesn't add up to seven. He's like, it doesn't have to. And I'm like, I had this argument with him, and then I like, opened the book, read the rules, I'm like, Oh shit! Yeah. Cast on a five. I've been playing a seven this whole time. <laughs> so yeah, it's one of those things. You read the rule. Seven. Yeah. yeah, you you read it once and you think you know the you know the rule, but um, yeah. yeah, just so those little things. Yeah, it's only little rules as well, like you said. You know, like it's something yeah. that you think you've played and, all and the, the time, and then the, the thing is too, I'm playing it to my disadvantage, so yeah. I don't feel bad like afterwards. No. I'm like, oh well, I only stuffed up for myself. No one, I wasn't that, cheating. Even if you got it wrong that's what i mean it takes two players to play a game yeah both yeah, can exactly. check the rules yeah like you've got all this information now on apps and whatever else like there's no excuse for someone to be upset that someone got a rule wrong or misplayed it by accident like you've both got rules handy yeah, for sure yeah. exactly yeah that's it man so um so you finished six and oh yes yep um i found out the guy next to me on table six was Nick with his Nagash list, and he was playing a uh, thricefold performance from Nurgle, the three great unclean ones, and that game finished within oh, 45 minutes at the end of the round. Really? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. He's on table three. I'm on table two. He's had a win, like, and he's all mate conceded, so he got 2,000 kill points, and I'm like, oh, here we go, like, and I got a major, I sort of only scored 800 kill points of Ashes, and I was like, oh, I don't think I've done enough. And then you hear everyone rocking up, talking, this, that, and the other. No, nah, he's had a draw, he's had a draw, you'll get second. I'm like, I, I don't want second, I just want to beat every death list possible, that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, that's all I want. wanted. best in death trophy. I didn't want the trophy. I just wanted to be on top of the pile. <laughs> you can have the trophy, mate. <laughs> Mike, Mike you're, so, definitely, you're definitely on top of the pile there, mate. You, there's only yeah. One, yeah like, there's only one on top of you. Um, hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so once the scores came out, what actually happened was I didn't fill out my book properly. Um, I forgot to circle a yes on a secondary in one of my games. Um <sighs> It got, got marked as a no. So there's no one else to blame but myself. No one else. I'm not being yeah. sad or nothing. Um, that was my fault. I just, if you go to a tournament, guys, fill out your book or your scorecard properly. That's all I can say. Yep. Fill them out and so, hand them in, please. But in, say, in, <laughs> saying that, in saying that, Clint messaged me and said that it'd come down to um, the most best opponent votes. So we, oh, okay. and I said, don't, don't look, don't look for it. Don't tell me. Nick deserves it. He got second. Keep it that way. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with third. I really am. Like that's a uh, top effort achievement yeah. for a little a little gaming group up here, the Savage Northmen, mate. We have about six or eight people. We don't have the variety of armies that I saw down there. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, I was stoked. It um, was it's definitely um, a testament to your um, all your hard work and um, yeah, you in, you know, like all the gaming and. Well, you know, on the hobby side, like you've painted up a, an army, and you've really, uh, you know, you've, you've you've gone the full the full hog with the hobby, mate, and you, you deserve yeah, you deserve all the accolades, all the respect, all the all the um, all the glory, man. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's, thanks, why they, man. that's why they call it call to glory. That's it. <laughs> mate, you answered the call and received yeah. the glory. <laughs> awesome job. Yeah, man. Well done. 
Well, um, um, Mike, you're a, you're a bit of a, a paragon up in, in the northern uh, region of Australia. Uh, so uh, you're running a tournament, aren't you? Yeah, mate, yeah. Um, on May the 18th and 19th, was it? Or, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's your tournament, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's 18th and 19th of May. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a few dates flying around. I've just booked my accommodation and stuff for the BadgerCon event. So I've got numbers flying left, right, and center. Yeah, so in May the 18th and 19th, we have a two-day, five-round event up here in Cairns. Um, it's at the Brothers Leagues Club, um, trying to get people to come up and enjoy themselves with some uh, warmer weather when it starts to cool down down south. Yeah. Um, we've got Gemma and Michael from the Fail Charge coming. Um, Joel McGrath's coming. Uh, Tim McDivitt will be here. So there's four or five um, Masters players that will be here. So hopefully people can see that it is going to be fairly competitive and it will grow my local scene as such to see, you know, cooler and better generals. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So does it take you long to travel up there from home or from Rocky? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, um, Mike lives, like, in Cairns. It's not Rockhampton, it's Cairns. <laughs> yeah, you can thank the uh, measured gaming crew for that. They think Rockhampton, Cairns, it's all the same. You know, like, Bendigo and Werribee are the same, apparently. So, <laughs> oh, so you know, it's just like Aubrey ooh. and Dubbo, you know, whatever. Yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how much is the – how much are the tickets? Uh, 55. Um, and yeah. where, can we, um, where can we find information? Is so a Facebook event? Um, yeah, so um, the event's actually closed. Um, that's just my personal preference. I'm not real genius on the old Facebook. So um, if you want to contact me, uh, I'm yeah, Michael Thompson from Savage Northman Group. Um, other people that are in the event can invite you. Um, and you can also find me at uh, Green Raiders Twenty One on Twitter um, if you want some more information. That's brilliant, mate. <clears throat> so, how do you feel when they were um, putting up the, you know, when they were doing the awards and you were sitting there waiting? Did you what was going through your mind? Like what was in your belly? Were you um, butterflies well, or when he did the Grand Alliance? Uh, awards <laughs> and Matt's name came out. I nearly shot up and started swinging punches. To be honest with you, <laughs> I was like, Dude, "Oh no I'm... way! I've got to put up with this shit for another year." <laughs> and then I'm guessing, I'm guessing, oh, the people who podium can't win Grand Alliance because the corn one went to John McGrath, and I'm like, "Well, okay, so Matt can't win corn. I get it now. I get it." So I podium. I hadn't even sat down from getting my award, and my phone's beeping in my. <laughs> Michael, he's like, you're dead to me. <laughs> I don't worry, um, dude. I was, I was super surprised. I had no idea I was getting yeah. that. That's for sure. Well, that I, I think that's a little sign of how tight this tournament was. Like, you had Cron from South Australia on table one on the stream round six, didn't even finish top ten. Ash, who I played on table two, didn't finish top ten, couldn't even get best death. Like. That's how yeah, tight yeah. this tournament was. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. That's what's good about all the numbers, hey? Like, we're t- was it uh, 196 in the end, I think? Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when you've got that many people, it's 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 down to a bee's dick pretty much. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like, good that, it was good that it was six games. Yeah. Like, yeah if, sure. it was, if it was only five, if it was five games, there's no, no way they'd work it out. Like, it'd nah. just be... Yeah. It'd be like a... 
tight election, you know, you'd be here for days figuring out who won. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe they make it eight next year. That's like, it. Like like forty k. I can't oh believe they do God, eight games. No way. I couldn't do that. Eh? I couldn't do that. <laughs> nah. nah, but Too much. <laughs> back to your original question. Once they read out the Grand Alliance Awards, it 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 sunk in that I'd podiumed and like I've gone I've gone six and oh the world's biggest or equal biggest event ever for Age of Sigma. Um I've defeated Adam Burt and Ash McEwen who are both Masters players and great generals. Like it's like I have done something that I thought I'd never be able to do in this hobby. Like I was I was just stoked. And then when they said third, I, I like I realized that I was at the back of the hall. <laughs> Everyone, he had, had to like walk like yeah. He's sitting in the back of the hall on his phone, messaging me, trying yeah. to hide from me. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna walk all the way up there and get that. And then yeah, uh, you got to walk. Like, has to yeah, like, yeah. Up the back, back I, I got to be at six oh, messages after I got that. Hey, how fucking far away were you, <laughs> mate? I just found a seat and sat down. Like I've just paid. Four and a well, five and a half hours of the most intense Warhammer I've ever played with Adam and Ash. It's just like <laughs> I just want to sit down. Yeah, <laughs> I just man. had a seat by myself, and it's just like, "Who? You went six and zero. Oh, you should be, you should be happy." But inside, all my head was going, "Did you get best death? Did you get best death?" <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even get it. <laughs> uh, you just got some other kitty trophy instead. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's not a shitty trophy. It's something to be proud of. <laughs> Yeah, man, absolutely, hundred percent. Um, like I said, stoked, and like I said at the start of the the talk here is, without Clint, the Heralds of War, Travis, Gemma, sorry if I don't name you all, Dennis, like their efforts to set up, drive down with materials, all the time they put in. Yep. You know, we we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it without them. So. Yeah. And a lot of people um, came in and put in effort to help set it all up and yeah. providing tr- terrain and game mats. And, you know, yeah, I, know, the- um, I know Anthony uh, provided a fair bit of terrain. Um, yeah. And, uh, there was uh, the Brisbane store manager, yeah. uh, Alistair yep. Blake, you know. Matty Holt yeah. from um, Bell Conan uh, provided stuff. And there was, uh, was it Charles Black? Oh, yeah, yeah. Black yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, provided a bunch of stuff too. So, like, a um, everyone who's contributed and um, in some way or fashion, like it's community just bands together, yeah, um, makes it happen. And same same thing goes when um, everyone chucking in money to get the Honest Wargamer. Um, yeah, that's it too. Well. Yeah. Like the, the stand-up um, bloody sensational coverage that we had, like that's all class, like, you know, it's it's put Australia on the map. Like it really has. We're yeah. like a, you know, I really feel like we're uh, leading the way uh, at the moment and, Let's uh, let's hope it continues, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Those those guys were absolute legends. Like the amount of people that must have rushed them to talk to them, you know, they just stood there time after time, just listening, talking back. You know, hats off to both of them. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like uh, Dan from AOS Shorts, like besides, and yeah, absolute champion. Yeah. Besides interrupting my games at the worst times, he's <laughs> an absolute legend. Like, I, like I've watched the stream just to see the coverage and the updates and the detail that he went. He must have done some serious. Like, I wish he had a Fitbit to know how many Ks he covered that day. Like, oh my god, yeah, 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 That's insane commitment, right? commitment from those yeah. from those guys. Absolutely, all that way. You know. Mm. 
makes you want to, makes you think, you know, like, oh, should I go to Cairns? I don't know. Should I go up there to Savage Northman? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you think, no, these guys came from Auckland's on That's it. Wellington, so no excuse. Yeah. Come overseas. <laughs> no excuse. Come overseas. Hold oh, even, even Randy, the Tomb Kings player from Tassie, like, I, the logistics in getting a, across from there wouldn't be too much fun. Yeah, like, canoes are pretty expensive these days. Like, Cairns, we don't have any direct flights to Canberra, so you've got to stop off at Sydney, get all your gear, and yeah. then shove it back in and go go again, you know? Like, it's, yeah, yeah big efforts from everyone. Not cheap. Nah, no, it's not. It's probably uh, further from Cairns than it is from New Zealand, is it? Probably. It's, like, it's a long way to Cairns. <laughs> it is, yeah. We fly close to the sun up here, mate. I <laughs> <laughs> love Cairns, beautiful town. I remember, I'll never forget when you um, took me into your into your home um, uh, last year. I was dropping in Cairns with work and, yeah, <laughs> I think that's where we met, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah, yeah. We were at the local G-Dub store and you were looking for a game and no one had an army or the store didn't have an army for you to play. And yeah. I just said, oh, look, mate, I've got a day off tomorrow. Do you want me to pick you up and you come out for a game? Yeah. Like, it's it's not – that's the best thing about this community is that, you know, you meet cool people – and when you started saying that, you know, I play death, I'm like, well, I've got death and I'll give my housemates army a run if you want a game. Like, yeah, that's right. You gave me a, let me use your Nagash army. Um, first, yeah, uh, that, was, that was before Reapers. You had the. <laughs> yeah, it was before had, Reapers. <laughs> Morgast. Yeah, it was the Morgast. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, well, that's what, um, that's what's, uh, you, you know, like that, that game and that, that day inspired me to, um, to paint up more Morgas and to get my Nagash Army dreams realised. So, Can you keep um, that on the down low, man? I don't want any hate mail or whatever coming through, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, um, I've, next next on the list for me is Nagash. But um, that sort of brings me to ask you, Mike, um, what, so what's next for you, like, with um, well, the Army and everything? Like, what, what direction do you want to take? Just going off what you said about coming to my place for a game order, that was my whole... Um, sort of goal last year was to meet more people, go to more events. Yeah. I had a I had a goal of going to Masters and didn't make it. But the fact that I went to Bendigo, went to Melbourne, Brisbane a couple of times, I didn't get to make it to Sydney for the simple fact that it was just bad timing for their events. Like I'd planned to go to, I think it's Games Cube down there, just to meet people, but it just never eventuated. But it was all yeah. about meeting new people and the people in the community as such. And it was that that last last season as such was awesome for me. It just opened up so many, like I got to meet Matt, um, just met so many cool people. So my goals this year isn't so much about a new army, but it's to get that event in Cairns. So yeah. other, other people in my gaming group can realise what I got to from travelling. Like bring, yeah. it, bring it here, you get five good games with a bunch of people who are awesome and you get to make new friends. Like you, you meet the people who do these podcasts. You can sit around drinking beers, talk Warhammer for six hours. Like, um, yeah, it's insane. I just hope that my gaming group can, um, get to, uh, see and feel that in May. Yeah, they definitely um, will, mate. I can, yeah, they will. But on a on a personal level, I am building a each list at the moment. <laughs> nice, more filth. Yeah, yeah I, I just I. I've, How many skyfires you got? 
six. <laughs> not, not enough. What are you doing? <laughs> no, it's, yeah, uh, great man. What 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 brought you to what why why Zinch? Ah, uh, because everyone said they're bad. Yeah, yeah. You um, want to bring it back? Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's just me in a nutshell. Like, I took death to the first can corner. You can't win with that. I'm not, I'm not going yeah. to win. But I, I come twentieth or twenty first with death, and everyone's like, "How did you finish so high?" I'm like, "Well, I just played to my list." Like, granted, I had a mongol back then, but. <laughs> Who didn't? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I was summoning it. It wasn't in my list, so yeah. you know that it wasn't the easiest thing to summon. Those but... are the days when they we can just summon up that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy the magic, and I like the challenge of people saying that something can't be done or those armies aren't good. Yeah, that yeah. that embodies the um, the Aussie spirit in yeah Alabama, definitely. Yeah. Like I know people will be listening to this and go, "Oh, but you took." Nagash and 50 Reapers, it's like, well, I've done everything in the death list now. Yeah. I've done I've done Flesh Eater Courts. I've been through everything. Like, okay, yeah. I haven't done Legion of Night or... Soul Blood? Blood. Soul Blood. <laughs> nah. No, you tried Flesh Eaters, yeah. No, I look at the Soul Blood and just think, no, that's something I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm D. Not, I'm not that much. <laughs> hey, D's got... No, no disrespect to Deke. His army, oh, if people haven't looked at it on Facebook, oh, you need yeah. to. That is insane painting. It's the dream, it's the dream army for Soul Blight. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's amazing. It's like 30 of the Blood Knights or something. Like, yeah. And they're all the original um, cast, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's metal it. Metal and metal um, Blood Knight. Yeah. So none of that. None of those, um, Fine none of those high elf conversion yeah. bullshit. Yeah, so oh, just... Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get a Zeech army that's competitive, not top tier or anything, just competitive with its tricks that Zeech do. Yeah, yeah. I know Rob, the Honest War Gamer, if he listens to this, is probably going, oh, that guy's a jerk. 50 Reapers, and now he's using Destiny Dice. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but Bring back uh, the Destiny Dice, eh? Make Destiny di- Dice great yeah. again, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal. That yeah, cool, man. Yeah. That'd be a great hobby project for you too, like just um you know, what uh if you could come up with a colour sort of scheme that you're thinking of or For me, yeah, um I'm going from the realm of fire, so the oh, birds are gonna be like yeah. like the red phoenix. That's that's what the Lord of Change is gonna hopefully look like. Oh cool. Not that I can paint, but that's the the dream. Mate, never mark yourself down too harsh and all <laughs> We're all we're all at different stages. Yeah, but when you get people like you and Deke putting fucking fantastic photos up, you're just like, oh Jesus, <laughs> how can I compete with this? Oh. Even even Matt's army's lovely painted. Is it running purple? A purple scheme was that right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's it's not it's not a great army. I didn't spend it's a it's an older army, so it's most of it's like two years old. So yeah, well that um, and from traveling with it, you you realize there's Bumps oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like broken skeletons. But skeletons actually look good when they're broken. <laughs> it's actually, like if they're missing arms or yeah, missing missing heads. It does that's how so I model it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I just throw them into the bucket when they die. Yeah, yeah shows how little I care about them. <laughs> but um, no, my my night haunt stuff. I'm definitely spending a lot more time on it. Man, your um, black, black coat. Your black coat yeah. is sensational, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was pretty happy with it. Oh, so, yeah, cool. All right, well, um, 
Mike, thanks for coming onto the show. Um, I yeah. know you've got a you got a split, and um... oh, just just before you hang up. Oh yeah. Um, I just want to say something about Matt's best death. I know we've joked about competitiveness and a bit of a rivalry, but to go, okay, granted he had a theory in Hamlet, but no Reapers, no, like, none of that. I saw someone um, take a stab about one of his comments on Facebook the other day. I just want to say to Matt that it is an achievement that you should be proud of. Like, it's it's still skeleton heavy and you should be happy with your achievement, mate. You really yeah, should. thanks, dude. Don't let... Yeah. Oh, not small minded people. Just don't let people's opinions dampen nah. your spirits, man. You should be proud. No, nah, I'm pretty happy with um, very happy with how I finish. Uh, it's as even before it, like people always see my list and they think, oh, that's an easy list. Or, um, yeah, it's not not the meta. It's not yeah. not this and that. But it's it's a well thought out list. But yeah, thanks, dude. Like I've spent a lot of time on building that list, so. Yeah, it just means a lot. Learn how to roll when you play the corn <laughs> list again. <mate>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll better, mate. Uh, You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> nah. All good. Thanks, dude. That, that yeah. means a lot. Cool. All right. Thanks for having us. Sorry, I've got to take off. But Mike, um, work, mate, dude. always a pleasure. Um, yeah. Thanks, Happy have, uh, have, you, have you on the show again um, at some point again in the future, and yeah. we'll catch up, talk about you, talk about your hobby, talk about your games. We'll um, we'll, we'll stay in touch, mate. Um, yeah, no dramas. Lovely, lovely to have you on the show. Yeah, um, best of luck to Chris and yourself with your podcast, and thanks for having us. Thanks, mate. No thanks, dramas. Man. See ya. See ya, buddy. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we'll just take a break there, and um, yep. we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll talk about. Um, uh, the mayor of um, Dubbo's games, and uh, and I'll, I'll probably touch on a, on a bit of my games as well. But um, yeah, right, we'll go um, together, everyone, dude. drink break, and um, we'll uh, we'll be back soon. All right, and we're back, everybody. Um, thanks for um, sticking around. If you've made it through this far, listening to to us, um, I thought we'd just sort of have a chat now about um, our Cancun experience. So, um, Maddie, so tell us about your round one. Righto. Um, oh, before when I was talking about my list, actually, I forgot to mention that I run my lists at nineteen hundred points. So I get I start the game with uh, two command points, um, yeah. and I also I get to roll for a triumph for every game, unless someone else is obviously on nineteen hundred, but it's very rare. So um, that little triumph comes in very handy with my list, um, yeah. but. I probably don't really remember what ones they were, but anyway, my first round it was obviously three places of power, um, and Did I you got... just want to, sorry to interrupt, did you want to just run, quickly run through your list? Yeah, okay, so I'll go through my list again. Um, just as I'll a refresher. Just, yeah, I'll just bring it up, hang on a sec, um, but with my first game, yeah, it was three places of power, um, where is it? So my list, okay, so I've got, my general is the Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon. He's got the Ethereal Amulet and Aura of Dark Majesty, which gives him Neg 1 to hit. I'm taking Legion of Blood, so all all Vampire Lords get an extra attack to their melee profile, and every unit in my army is Neg 1 Bravery to enemies. Um, I also run Vampire Lord, um, oh sorry, with my general I always run the same spell. I don't swap my spells up, but 
I run the amethystine pinions for the, the extra move, um, which is pretty good on him because it makes him a really good alpha striker, especially if you get the double pinions and 24-inch move. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. um, Vampire Lord, just have him on a, on a steed. Um, he has the Vile Transference spell. Um, very rarely use it. It's more, you know, in, in a clinch position yeah. i might be able to heal the dragon but um he's he's mainly there to give his command ability of plus one attack to a death unit yep. um and you know if if need be he'll cast mystic shield or something on the dragon um and then i run two necromancers both with the same spell overwhelming dread um the reason i do that is because I don't always have them close together, so one will one will always try and cast Van Hells, and the other one will try and cast Overwhelming Dread. Yeah. Um, if there's no one in range, if I, uh, no enemies in range, then I just sort of miss out on a spell really for that yeah. turn. It's I had them really... out. We sort of we find I found I got given a lot of first turns, and for that reason, because yeah. it just I couldn't really do much with my spells. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things. You think, oh well, you know, yeah. it is what it is. But um, I, I don't think more. many of the, I don't even know if many of the necromancer spells can be used on yourself. I can't remember now. I don't think any of them can. You know, on um, your own units. So yeah, it kind of comes down to a bit of a waste if you get first turn. But it is yeah. what it is. Um, and then so that's my all my heroes. I only got four heroes. Three of them are quite squishy. Um, Battle lines, I've got the... Uh, but in saying that, actually, necromancers are really hard to kill, especially yeah. if you have them, have them near a unit of skeletons or chain rasps or something. One of my favourite characters, eh? One of my favourite um, heroes, actually. Always take always take yeah. a necromancer. Oh, they're great. They're um, yeah. They're battle lines. I've got a unit of five direwolves. Um, they're quite handy, actually, just to grab, hold, sit on an objective or, or grab an enemy objective um, or even yeah, just use them... If you if you just put them nose to tail um, yeah. and an inch apart, they become quite a large screen. There's always uh, dogs left on the table at the end of a game, too, isn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Because they get ignored. Obviously, they don't do much damage, so you don't use them to to run in and kill something. They just um, come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can just bring them back, and they're sixty points. So if someone kills them, they're like, ah, oh, who cares? Sixty points. I reckon um, they'll go. Up the pro- I reckon they'll go up in points. See, I, I don't know if they'll go up in points. I think they might actually make them a minimum of 10, like they did with Marauders. Like Marauders oh, okay. used to be minimum yeah. 10, but now they're minimum 20, I think it is. Um, but I think that might be the change they'll make. They'll make it a minimum of uh, 10 direwolves yeah, to right. a unit. Sort of um, it a little bit, but make it... <laughs> yeah, make it it'll, just, anyway, it'll so. stop those little 60-point units because um, there's not many... There's not many units in the game now that are 60 points to be honest yeah um although hag queens i think what are they 80 points and they're ridiculous for their price (laughs) um anyway that's a different story um so battle line my other battle line is a a unit of 20 chain rasps um love that unit yeah man they're look they're they're not great in combat i'm not I don't have them there for a combat unit. No, they're there, they don't need to be. Yeah. They're, they're, right, they're there just to hold objectives. Um, yep. That that five up unrendable saves pretty good, and then having near a hero the six up death save. They um they're surprisingly resilient. Um, they pick out a lot of attacks too. Like when you 
when they need to is it's like, yeah oh yeah. yeah they if if you've got a unit of 20 and there's nothing else around and you cast van hells on them and um get them into combat they can actually they can do a little bit of damage um they're pretty good actually if it, uh, and the the bonus is they don't lose attacks like skeletons do as they yeah. get smaller they just lose um, that reroll ones to wound yeah um, yeah once they get below 10 but yeah. that's kind of uh, like i with my old list, I used to have two units of 40 skeletons, but I've dropped one unit of 40 skeletons and taken the, the, the 20 chain rass because yeah. I just find they're too. so much better for what they do. Um, yeah. Yeah. And my third battle line uh, is the unit of 40 skeletons with uh, with swords. No no spears here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I do have a unit of spears, and every game I've played, and I've played a lot of games with death, swords are just better every time. Yeah. You know, everyone sort of argues about it that you know you get the extra rank, bloody all this crap. But after you do a charge and pile in, if you can't get just two rows of skeletons around stuff, then there's something wrong. Like you, mm. you're always getting two ranks, but like you're getting that yeah. two deep anyway with and swords and yeah. that that neg one to hit that hitting on fours instead of threes makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, forty skeletons are. And then my other two units, uh, a unit of nine spirit hosts, um, which I buff up. I can buff up with the vampire lord on zombie dragons, uh, re-roll failed hits. Um, or if if I roll well with my triumph, I get the re-roll failed hits in one combat phase. Um, so I can use that on them as well. And unit of uh, ten black knights. So all my units, apart from my heroes, are all summonable. So... Yeah. If they get killed, I can bring them back. Um, if I want them to be killy, combaty, I can get Van Hells on them um, and all that. But yeah, so each each unit in my army has a has a role, um, and that's just come down from a lot of practice games. Um, I play a lot. Like we, Jesse and I, Jesse Perkins, we we play on average one game a week, um, and it's always competitive. Like. It's Can we play the game this week after CanCon? <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> this week we did. No, nah, well, this week we haven't played a game because, yeah, obviously <laughs> didn't need it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, maybe next week, actually. Um, but, yeah, definitely. I think that that makes a huge difference, I think. Like, even, like, when I'll talk about my first game, um, my first matchup, he had a solid list, but he just hadn't played it. And he even said, like, after the game, he said to me, he goes, I forgot this, I forgot that. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. and he yeah. goes, I had this, I knew what I wanted to do in my mind, but when it came to the game, I just forgot it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's just, it's just it just comes down to practice, yeah. to practice, practice. So. Yeah, that's it. And you so, hear that, yeah, that's the story you hear from all the top players as well. Like they've, it's just, they've just played lots of games with yeah, their armies. Yeah. And it's got to know them really well. Like even Matt Campbell, like on the, um, on the, the coaches, um, uh, YouTube stream the other night. He was just saying, "Look, he's just played. He's been playing corn for for years. Yeah. You know, like it's, just, yeah. it's just a matter of of time of and games before you can you get to those sorts of levels. And that's it's just like anything yeah, well, in life, really, isn't it? Like you just got to look at like Dan Brewer with his um his Tomb Kings. Like yeah, you know, Kings, he just Gaven. smashes people. Like yeah. they're they're a ga- they're an army that's not supported. And um, is it? Dan Say that's got the um, dispossessed. Yeah, the dispossessed, dispossessed yeah, like Dan. another yeah. army. Like it's just yeah. a, 
these guys play that those armies religiously and they know every in yep. and out and it makes a huge difference. It's been like that through, all throughout Warhammer history as well. Like people, yeah. the, 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 the top players sort of tend to, they, they'll, they'll stick with those games. Uh, sorry, stick with those armies kind of thing and yep. they'll grow and, and build around it. But, um, and of course, you know, you play different armies too. Um, yep. You're not all just stuck with one, but you tend to, you, you tend to you find a niche and a, a play style that you really, you really enjoy and um, you just sort of build on it, so yeah, 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 for sure. All right, well, um, we'll go on to our first round matchups. Um, yeah, good. So first round obviously was three places of power at CanCon, and um, I actually got match- matched up when they put the names up, and it was Patrick Murray, and I'm like, Patrick Murray, I know that name. Where do I know that? And I, when I went up, looked at the list, found his name, I'm like, ah, oh, Death Player. Um, seen him <laughs> on the facebook page a fair bit and um he was running a really solid list so he was running legion of sacrament he had um he had the lords of sacrament uh battalion so he had archon archon he had a vampire lord on zombie dragon with ethereal amulet he had two necros 40 skeletons 40 chain rats, five direwolves uh two lots of five direwolves and a mortis engine and as soon as I saw the Mortis engine, I just sort of thought, oh, poor, bo- poor bloke. Like, it's just a wasted unit against another death army. Like, yeah, it is. All, a... <laughs> it, all its cool abilities just can't be used. Like, he's never going to, he's never going to do bravery shock me off with his, with his shooting. Cause you got to beat 10 obviously. And then he's not going to, he's not going to explode his, uh, reliquary, which gives healing. Cause it's just going to heal me. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, well, that's a wasted model for him in this matchup. But um, yeah, he because he had the uh, the Lords of Sacrament, he only had a few drops, and um, he proceeded to take first turn. Which, when I saw the matchup the night before, I thought, oh, I actually thought he would have give me first turn, and I was a bit bit worried about how I was going to play it. Obviously, with me having three qu- quite squishy heroes and the big vampire lord on zombie dragon i'm like uh, mm. not sure how this is going to go but um so in setup actually he i left my last unit to set up because i knew i knew my uh spirit host could take care of his vampire lord on zombie dragon and i knew that was what i needed to do yeah. um so i left normally i leave my zombie dragon to set up last but i left them to last so i waited to see where he put his dragon um, and looking at the board, he put the dra- his dragon over on my left um, with two units of direwolves. So I, I put my nine spirit hosts on my left to counter that. And yeah. um, he, he put Arkan in the middle. And I thought, well, the best way to kill Arkan is uh, my vampire lord on zombie dragon. So I dropped my vampire lord in the middle. Like um, Arkan in the middle sort of sounds a little bit like Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he, and on the far right, he had his 40 skeletons and a necro. Uh, he had his 40 chain rafts in the middle with the mortis engine and Arkan. And the other, yeah, the other necromancer in the middle as well. But anyway, he took he took first turn. Um, he moved, he didn't do any spells because he, oh, he, he might have done Mystic Shield or something. But because he was so far away from my army, he couldn't do any offensive spells because that was the other thing I was worried about was uh, um, Arkan's 
special spell with the just wipe a unit off the board yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, good old curse of years. Curse of years, that's it. Um, so I was a bit worried about that. So I thought, well, I don't think me... um, I don't think many curse of years actually went off during the tournament. I didn't hear about it. Many. No, and it, and now that's been nerfed too. It, um, it's Makes not it as harder. Yeah. Yeah. So. If there's anyone listening who um, had an Arkin, um, can you reach out and let us know if you curse anyone off the tables at PanCon? Love to know about it. Because last year there was like three or four, wasn't there? Yeah, it happened. It, it, and it one happened guy did it like frequently. twice. Yeah, yeah. 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 It happened um, to me twice, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> against, against Dave Hurley, I'm still like, I've still got post-traumatic stress syndrome from that. <laughs> like, every time I see uh, Dave, I just cower. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I've just moved to Canberra and now he's a Canberra local as well. So we had some practice yeah. games leading up to Jolt and every, yeah, every time we see each other, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, he took, um, he took first turn. He, he moved his dogs up on the, on my left, up past the, uh, objective, the yeah. place of power mm-hmm. or up just behind it actually. And there was a big building, um, about six inches behind on his side so when it come to moving his dragon, um, he realised he couldn't put his dragon behind his dogs. There was nowhere to put it. So he had to put it in front of the objective. So the dragon was closer to my side, um, which when I saw it, I'm like, oh, sweet. This is going to be so easy for my... It's going to be an easy charge for my uh, um, spirit host into this dragon when I get my turn. <laughs> and then he proceeded to, um, in the centre objective, he just moved his big block of chain rass up beside the objective and left the objective open for Arkin to fly across and land on it. And I'm like, oh, so he's just left Arkin just sitting there. Like there's no screen around him or nothing. I'm like, oh, okay. And and then the mortise engine just come up behind Arkin. I'm like, oh, okay. And then on the far right, he just moved the skeletons up. They couldn't get in range of the objective, but I thought, okay. And then it was going, it was turn over, turn done. I'm like, all right, my turn. Um, I think I got pile in attack twice off on my spirit host. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, and then so I took, I can't remember what else I got off, but it didn't matter. I, I moved the dragon straight up the middle, straight three inches away from Arkin. I moved the spirit host over to his dragon because it was ethereal amulet. The only way I was going to kill it was with mortal wounds. Yeah. Um, Moved in three inches away. Actually, I didn't get pile intact twice. I had the reroll failed hits on him. I think it was. Oh, okay. Um, um, Dread yeah. Knight. Yeah, Dread Knight yeah. from my zombie yeah. dragon. Um, yeah, so that was that. And on my far right, I just moved some stuff up. I think it was Black Knights and stuff to counter his skeletons. Um, and shooting phase went. I just shot at. Uh, I think it just did his chain rust. Maybe killed one or two with the the breath from the zombie dragon. Yep. Um, charges, I charged into Arkin, got the charge off easy, charged into the dragon, got that off easy, and charged my Black Knights in. Um, I think I went, I must have went with Spirit Host first, trying to kill the dragon, and out of, I think I got seven of them into combat with the dragon, and oh. re-rolling failed hits, and I think I did five mortal wounds. Oh, my God. Is this how it's going to go? <laughs> yeah, this, and, uh, that's the thing with Spirit Host, though, isn't it? Like... Yeah, they're so hit and miss. You either roll yeah. 26s or you roll none. And I, as I said, I was re-rolling failed hits, and I still only did five mortal wounds. Yeah, <laughs> even with um, that extra bit of good, goodness. So. Yeah, 
And then he obviously mm. went against the, my dragon, trying to do some damage, and I, I, I wasn't too worried, but I rolled so bad. I had I had um, Mystic Shield on him, so he was only failing on twos, and I passed all the attacks from Mark and except the claws with um, his mount, and I think he attacked me with four claws, um, and I failed three. I rolled three twos, and I'm like, oh, you're kidding. Oh. <laughs> so he got. <laughs> He got six wounds through on me straight away. I'm like, oh, geez, this isn't good. Um, and then I just went with my uh, Black Knights into his skeletons, did a fair bit of damage there. Um, he went back into the Black Knights, killed half them, uh, and then it was down to the Zombie Dragon. And Zombie Dragon did what the Zombie Dragon does and, and wiped out, wiped Arkhan off the board. I put all his attacks into him because I knew, I knew I had to kill Arkhan because he is like, he's the main linchpin of that army, that list. Especially, especially if he's near the uh, Mortis engine, getting the plus another plus one to cast or an mm. extra spell. I think yeah. it is from the Lords of Sacrament. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so Arkan was gone. He piled into the Zombie Dragon with his Chain Rasp, but obviously didn't do anything there. Um, so I healed a wound on him, and then we rolled for priority because I got I ended up getting the middle objective. Um, I didn't have the far right or left. He had the left. And then he won priority. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, so he went into the spirit host with the dragon. I think he killed maybe one or two. Um, but they were still buffed with the reroll failed hits. Yeah. Um, and they they went back. They wiped, They killed that um, zombie dragon then. And then they were just stuck in combat pretty much for the rest of the game with the two direwolves. Yeah, uh, the two you rolled better, better the second time around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. I did like... Uh, I think I did like nine mortal wounds or something in one go, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is yeah. how it should have went the first time." <laughs> um, yeah, it might have even been more. It might have been like thirteen or fourteen mortal wounds because I had the reroll hits on him, and it, yeah. Just um, so, <laughs> so his dragon was gone, Arkan was gone, um, his skellies were still there, but it was pretty much. Then I had my skellies coming up the middle as well, and well, Patrick's just, dreams were shattered. Yeah, by the pretty much yeah. from there, it was sort of downhill pretty quick. Um, <laughs> by the time I got all my army sort of into position, etc., it was it was just a game of we sort of we played it out because we were there. Four and, points and eject and secondary. Yeah, 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 played it out. I think in the end, I did. I wiped him off off the board, unfortunately for him, but. Um, at the end of the game, I think it just come down to um, his deployment, his taking first turn, and you know it was probably just him not knowing, like hadn't played his army a lot, so he sort of yeah, I think he missed a few things that were yeah. quite quite vital, and um, so yeah, like I was really worried about the game because I thought oh, it was a tough list that he that he had. It was a good list. Um, yeah. Just come just come down to how he played Experience. it and. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it went my way, obviously. So I got the major win, um, well and full kill points, and I got my secondary, which I can't even remember what it was. But yeah, so that was my first game. So how'd your first game go? Well, my first game um, was uh, against a, a chap named uh, Marty Ellis. Uh, so we we actually met each other at CanCon last year, and um, he, he he approached me after the tournament and just say good day and stuff, and. Um, mentioned that he'd been listening to the podcast and stuff like that, so it was really cool. And and uh, he actually grudged me uh, a few weeks, like about a week before yeah, right the um, before CanCon. So um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, why not? 
who cares? Let's let's do it. Let's have some fun. So yeah. he uh, he brought his um, his Iron Jaws. So he had uh, he had a War Boss um, on More Crusher, and he had a whole bunch of Brute Sard Boys. Um, he had some, I think he had some Gore Grunters as well. Like I can't remember his exact list, but um, <clears throat> all yeah. all the good stuff from Iron Jaws. He actually had a really cool. Uh, <laughs> he'd modelled on the head, like the headpiece of his uh, Mega Boss had a. A zombie dragon skull. It was like a trophy oh, really? <laughs> on the bed, which he'd modelled on there after um after his more crusher had like had you know destroyed a um a vampire lord zombie dragon in one of his previous yeah. games sort of thing. So uh, that was a really cool touch, I thought. And um yeah, so inevitably um yeah like you know I I ran Legion of Blood as well as 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 you all as you all know um uh so. I'll just go for my list very quickly. I'll do it after this anyway. But um, yeah, the, it all came down to um, in the first turn I sort of pushed up. He gave me first turn, then I pushed up my my chaff, and he counter charged, and he got the wire off. So he was just uh-huh. he, he wiped out the uh, the dogs on the left, and he yep. rolled again, rolled up. Yep, go again. Wiped off, wiped off the other dogs. Yep, go again. So he just wiped yeah. off my whole like front line in like yep. one turn. Yeah. Which was like, which uh, at first I was like, oh no, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it kind of worked out well. I was thinking, well, that's not such a bad thing. That's why I put them there. So it just yep. opened it up for me just to come in with the counter punch. Um, you know, charged in the uh, the Vargeists and and with the vamp- with the Vampire Lord, put in the um, <clears throat> put in my vamp put in my um, Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon into his more Crusher, and yeah, we just like had a good old fashioned bash him up in in the middle and. And um, yeah, came up with the um, the major in the end, but he had me sweating for a bit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was that quite first cool. Turn. <laughs> yeah, that first turn, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So did you get priority second turn? Did you? Or? Oh, I can't, I can't remember, but like, um, yeah. I think I did. Yeah, I think I'd sort of. Yeah, that would have made a. Big I think difference. I was able to kind of capitalize on on the space that he created for me to go in and kind of do some damage. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was good fun, and um, yeah, thanks, Marty, um, for, for the game, and and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll play again soon. And I'm yeah, actually uh, keen to hear how the, how you went for the rest of the tournament. Um, but yeah, I'll just I'll just quickly run through my list. I know we're kind of going a bit backwards in the uh, the order, but um, so I, I had Legion of Blood as well. I had a um, Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon was my general. Um, I took my uh, army from the realm of uh, Gur. Um, so I took the Greth Feather Charm. So I sort of, I don't know, I'm, uh, with so me, like I kind of look at the, the what's sort of prevalent at the time and I kind of go, well, you know, no, I don't want to take that, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, go something different, yeah. I just, I, I just want to, I, I, I scoured through all the, the um, Malign Portents uh, books, trying to, looking at all the artifacts and trying to think up of all these magical combos and, yeah, I was like, yep. yeah, I'm going to, like, invent something, like, really cool and new and unique, <laughs> you know, like, and I was just like, oh, I'll go death from the realm of Gur with a Griff Feather Charm. <laughs> so what's the Griff Feather Charm? Doesn't that make him fly? Yeah, so uh, the Griff Feather Charm, it's, uh, it's gives you plus one inch to your move and yep. makes you minus one to hit. So I've basically got, okay. aura, of, oh, I got aura of Majesty in there. And an extra an inch, you know. So is he your general? He's my general. So, so I got the. Um, so you I could got... take you. So if you took Dark Majesty on him, he could be neg two to hit. Say again. 
<laughs> if you took the if you if you took the aura of dark majesty on him, oh, and then with the Griff feather charm, and the yeah. Griff feather, he'd be neg two to hit in combat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. Well, um, didn't think of that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there but, you um, go. That, that might be something you could try. Well, there you go. All you people out there, um, there you go. We'll just uh, solve that riddle for you. Well, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. Well, I might do yeah. that. And they have um, a Mongol close by and overwhelming dread. He's neg four to hit. <laughs> Who needs an Ethereum emblem when yeah, you're like neg five four to hit? Man. <laughs> no, but um, but I, I took Sanguine Blur as the Legion of Blood um, command ability because that gives you uh, another plus two inches to the move and um, yep. makes you lets you reroll charges. So I was like, well, oh, that's okay. going yep. to help him because um, he's now got plus three movement. He's minus one to hit. And he can reroll charges, and I thought, well, that's—I I thought yep. that's a pretty good kind of combo to have on your on your on your vampire lord zombie dragon. Um, and it, it came in very handy um, throughout all my game. Yep. So, like, um, yeah, and I, I thought I was being really clever with the Griff Feather charm, but then after seeing all the list reviews and realizing that, like, that's <laughs> about a. Forty other lists with like the Griff Feather charm from the realm yep. of Gerd. I was just like, oh well. <laughs> Yeah, you're not the only one. <laughs> it's, it's a good um it's a good it's a good artifact. So Yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. It. But um in light of that extra three mo- inches movement, like I didn't really feel I needed to take pinions because he could with the seventeen inch base move, he can pretty much get yeah. everywhere where I need need him to go anyway. And yeah, I wasn't sure. utilizing him as an Alpha Strike um model. So that yep. wasn't his like function in my army sort of thing. So I I kind of felt he had enough movement with that extra three inch um, inches from his artifact and the command ability. But, um, and the spell that I, I put on him is the Aramanthine orb. Um, because oh, yeah. I looked yep. at it. Yeah. So I saw him as like the, the big kill machine with the movement. He's hard to hit. He's going to get in there. He's going to kill you. He's going to breathe his um, pestilential breath on you. He's going to cast Aramanthine orb on you and just, yeah, just kill. And he just, that's exactly what he did. He had a great time. Yep. Um, he only died in one of my games, which um, I was a bit bummed. Oh, really? I, was, I wasn't bummed, but it was just like a uh, I wanted to achieve that that narrative achievement where you could um, where your general survives every game. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah, he didn't yeah, quite I, make that. Mine died once as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone always gets him. <laughs> Usually, um, yeah. daughters of Cain or something like that. But um, so then I had the Coven Throne with the. Uh, Spirit, I put gave her Spirit Gale because I love that spell. I know it doesn't get used that much, um, but yeah. um, I just love the randomness of it. And it's, you usually get a couple of mortal wounds, or you get a debuff off it. And um, what does the Coven Throne have a spell? Uh, yeah, it has one? the Beguile spell, which I, yeah. I didn't actually get it like in my matchups. I didn't. I wanted to use it, but um, I didn't feel I needed to in, in yeah. the games that I had. So, so. A, is that the reroll once to hit, wound, and save? Oh, no, that's uh, – so the Beguile spell is you cast that onto a unit and it can't attack you, shoot you, or cast magic on you. So you can put it onto, like, a real powerful unit and just um, yep. charge, it, no, charge it and they just can't hit you and you just pin that unit there. So then you make some kind of, yeah, a bit um, yep. redundant. But So it's good in that respect. Excellent spell. Um uh, but her command ability, which is Tactical Insight, which is real ones to hit, to wound, and to saves on a unit. Oh, so, okay. It's a command ability. Yep. Command ability, yeah. So you've got to expend yep. that point to get, get the goodness. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a Necromancer uh, with Overwhelming Dread, 
and I had a Vampire Lord with uh, Flying Horror, um, so a 10-inch fly move, and with File Transference. So uh, Battle Lines uh, had 20 Chain Rafts, 5 Dogs, 5 Dogs, and 30 Zombies. And I had a Mortis Engine. Yeah, I love zombies. Like anyone did you, who did you bring? Did you bring extra ones to bring up the unit bigger if they kill stuff or not? Um, no, because like you you roll at the end of the combat phase, and oh, um, okay. on a six they uh, become as like any models that you've slain become yeah. zombies. And um, and so like, all, I didn't roll. I didn't roll any. Probably, sorry, you've most probably already lost models. You, yeah. like you're only bringing it back to where it was sort of yeah thing. it's it's on a six as well so like i didn't i didn't i was like every time they killed something <laughs> i was like yes i see then, so you don't you don't roll a dice for each model you kill is it just you roll one dice no no you're right you roll end. a dice for each model you kill but they just didn't kill that many models yeah 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 <laughs> but um they, yeah, well, they you, gotta, you, kill, you obviously yeah. you got to kill six models before you get like on average you're only going to get one per six models dead so. yeah it's just like yeah. it's just like one of those moments where it's like you've killed some massive, yeah. You know, or no, you wouldn't have actually killed a massive beast with the zombies, but but you, <laughs> yeah. you you'll kill a few. You'll kill like three or four, like you know, saurus warriors yeah. or something, and then then one of them pops back up as a as a zombie. Yeah. It's just a cool little moment. It's like a yeah. fun thing I like about the um the zombies. But I did originally have um, skeleton warriors in my list, and yep. I found in my practice games I was using them as um, you know, just objective holders and just to hang back and sort of keep the back lines steady. And yep. Um, yep. I figured, well, for for cheaper points, uh, for 30 zombies for 180 points, I can do exactly the same battlefield role. And yep. um, it's their models I love and they, they do the same function. I wasn't yep. using the skeletons to their full potential anyway, so I thought I'd just go, yeah, for sure. just go zombies because yep. I love them and why not? Um yeah, and then so I had the Mortis Engine and I had a Corpse Cart to just give the zombies a buff, but also mainly for that 18-inch plus one to cast, yep. which um, stacked nicely with the uh, Mortis Engine plus one to cast as well. So it was pretty much plus two to cast if you were in the right yeah, spot. Nice. But but I found the majority of my buff, buffs came from the Corpse Cart because that's that 18-inch 18 inch bubble. It was I just put it in the middle of the board and I pretty much captured most of my spell casters throughout most of the game. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a choice. Yeah, it's that only I made, what, sixty you know? points. Is it 80, eighty points? 60? Eighty points. 80. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, then from other heavy hitters uh, with a six far guys, so I call them the defilers of Izuk. But um, they, uh, <laughs> I pair them up with the um, the vampire lord who's named Ozul the slave master. Anyway, <laughs> he goes in with them, so he gives them the deathless minions. He's got the spell. Um, he can heal and stuff. So I kind of sort of view the Vargais combined with the Vampire Lord as a vampire, like a second Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon. Yeah. So they kind of got, he's yep. got, they can kick out all the attacks, they can kick out all the wounds, they've got the movement. Um, so I kind of, I found myself in all my games kind of, I put my um, general Vampire Lord, Zombie Dragon on one flank and I put them on the other flank. Yep. And in front of them, I'd put the Dire Wolves and I kind of move forward the Dire Wolves and then follow up with the um, Vargas and Zombie uh, yep. Dragon on each flank. And then I'd have my zombies in the middle camped with the, with the uh, corpse card and the necromancer holding out the centre. Yep. And then I found that I was putting the Coven Throne. She was kind of – she'd sort of stick either with uh, the Vargas to try and put that tactical insight onto them. Yep. Um, 
to make them more killy, or I'd use a command point with the Vampire Lord to give them an extra attack. And on the other flank, I'd have the Mortis Engine just um, being there to heal my Vampire Lord and to do some wounds and to just to give an extra bit of combat support. So I kind of kept those. That's how I've kind of structured my army, my thrust. Yeah. of, And I, I kind of stuck to that to like with most of my games. Yeah, yeah. Like I just found it was just a cool, like just that pincer movement worked for me. Um, I could use the... Yeah, it, split, it splits your enemies' armies too. Like, yeah. Because a, a lot of armies these days, they need to stay within coherency of each other to have a lot of buffs. So if you're splitting their army up to deal yeah. with your split army, it, um, it's yeah. obviously going to benefit you. Well, I was always, um, like, the zombies I could sort of string out and I could stop um, teleportation shenanigans behind my lines by just deploying them in lines and just stopping stuff coming up from behind me. So I was I had that sort of yep. part of the game covered. Um, and at all, each game I, I put my chain rust in the grave. I think there's one game where I didn't put them in the grave. Yeah, um, I yep. But they were just my backup um, unit. And I'd sort of, I'd pull them so out. In say, so in saying that, where do you, on sort of, obviously it's different each game, but where do you normally put your grave sites then? I kind of put them sort of, I try and put them about sort of 18 inches, maybe a bit less, maybe 16 inches apart in a sort of a square. Yeah, okay. But I have like this kind of nexus of power sort of around that sort of realm in the sort of, I usually sort of do it central to the board. So I've always kind of got, no matter where I am, I've got some kind of healing capacity. But I've found, yeah, while that sounds good on paper, like it didn't work in every scenario and I did amend it. So some scenarios it's better to have them a lot closer together so you can really concentrate those D3 heals. Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure. So I kind of, I did did adjust that a little bit in some of my scenarios. But as a general rule, I kind of try and put a, a square with about sort of 16 inches maybe just so you've got that extra couple of inches of, of love. When I uh, set mine up, I always I always make sure I put one uh, sort of quite deep in my deployment zone. So I've mm. got that, because my zombie dragon can move so quick, I've yeah. got that point that he can run back and summon something if I have to. Because I've, I've found in games before where, you know, the people are on your grave sites and you just can't do anything about it you know like your enemy's just there and you can't bring anything back so yeah i always put that one that i always have that one back as a as a backup and then depending on scenario it's obviously always different but I always just put the the other three sort of all sort of within the middle region but yeah um like if it's uh but better part of valor i'll sort of put one over to the right one over to the left sort of so they can get those two objectives on my side yeah, have yeah. One, one, and then up mm. the board one and stuff like that. But yeah, obviously it just depends on the the scenario. It depends how you want to like your tactics as well. Like I don't think there's any sort of real yeah. hard and fast rules of how you want to place them. I think um, it just depends on your own play style, and and that'll yeah, sort of yeah, dictate exactly. your um, where you want to put them. I'd, um, yeah, but... and, and I find too like um like even in knife to the heart, I put I put one. Um, right over my far left, you know, because that's diagonal deployment. I put a couple over the far left, so it sort of looked like that's where I was going to be going. And then yeah. your opponent, <laughs> your opponent then counters that, and yeah. and then you can do maybe the opposite if if you're wanting to. Absolutely, or if, yeah. Or if you just want to go ahead with 
doing what you'd already decided you just keep going with that plan but yeah. um i they find have to account for it makes them think about yeah, something I, extra. Yeah. I find it actually does it makes them think about it and and makes them counter counter deploy your army before you've even put anything on the board just by yeah. where you put your grave sites yeah it's like um, when i was playing jesse in, in the second game um i kept the chain rasks to last and yep. he said to me like oh you're you're going to put one of these units in the grave, aren't you? And, and you're going to make me think about it. So I think I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah. So you can sort of play that mental game with your opponent. Um, yeah. If they're sort of savvy to that rule, you can kind of keep units to the side and they'll be like, oh, they're going to put in the grave or are they going to deploy them? Or yeah. It sort of makes. Well, when I play against Jesse, I always, if I'm going to put stuff in the grave, I, that's always my first. Like oh against anyone really. Yeah, that's my that's my yeah. first drop because it means I'm not having to put anything on the board and then they have yeah. to put something mm. on the board a lot of the time. So it actually gives you a chance to counter deploy. Yeah. But yeah. um but I I'm, see I'm what a, you I see it, what you're saying too. The flip side of that is if you leave it till last, it keeps them guessing until the last minute yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. Yeah. It's it, it that's that's the great flexibility about it i think like you can go you can use it to whatever way suits your purposes so yeah yeah, yeah. so man, right, like, tell, about to... your, um, tell us about your second game yep so round two is better part of valor um when the matchups come up i've got chris stratford um never met the bloke um top guy he's from i think he's from brisbane um and he had seraphon so we were playing yeah, better part of Valor and I thought, Oh shit. Seraphon, they can just teleport around the board, steal steal your objective, burn yeah. it and game <laughs> over pretty much. Um thing I didn't realise was he didn't have any battalions, so he had I think it was something like thirteen drops or something ridiculous and I'm only nine drops, so I'm like, oh, sweet, so I'm gonna go first. Or I'll get the choice of going first. Um so in his list he had he had the Slan, uh, Astral Bearer, I think he had a couple other heroes, little foot heroes, can't remember what they were. Um, he had two engines of the gods, he had a unit of forty skinks, a unit of thirty skinks, a couple of Razordons, and I think maybe a unit of ten skinks. Um, but that unit of forty skinks was what worried me because I knew if he teleported them anywhere within six inches of my objective he was just going to steal it off me because of the mm. the numbers that he had yeah. um so setting up on my far left one i put i put the unit of 20 chain rafts and i sort of spread them right out so he couldn't really drop within six inches of it so i knew he wasn't going to drop down and steal it off me the far and i put a necromancer with them just for the to help them survive um my far right uh, objective I put the unit of 40 skeletons did the same thing I spread them right out and and put a necromancer with them as well um, my center objective I put the five dogs sort of in a semicircle sort of um, in front of the objective so he couldn't drop down on it um, and I put I think yeah the vampire lord on uh, horse was there as well um, the spirit hosts were there in front of the dogs um and black knights i put them up on my far left and my zombie dragon right in the middle um 
he counter deployed me on the opposite side he had so the opposite side from my chain rasps he had his unit of 10 skinks two razor dons um across the middle he had his big massive block of 40 skinks in a big line in uh, protecting the objective oh that's right he had a, a celestar ballista oh, he <laughs> might have had two of them actually yeah um, get rid of those as soon as you can <laughs> yeah well i i actually didn't get rid of them all game but um they did they managed to not do much at all um but anyway i had the engine of gods in the middle objective and the other engine of the gods beside it with his slan behind and two heroes and then on his on his left which is my right he had um 30 skinks on that objective so i took first turn uh, buffed the vampire lord the vampire the zombie dragon right up gave him reroll failed hits with his own command ability put the vampire lord command ability gave him an extra attack on all his uh, profiles um gave him mystic shield and cast pinions got pinions off got him across the board straight into the unit of 40 chain rass uh, not chain rass 40 skinks um <laughs> i shot at him did the breath attack i think i did maybe three or four wounds killed three or four skinks um piled in i uh, got the charge off piled in did about 26 wiped about 26 skinks out i think it was because <laughs> um, i took first turn he didn't have a command point so he couldn't uh stop the battle shock they battle shocked off ran away um so that was my biggest sort of threat that i was worried about was gone um and even after the game he will sort of have a bit of a chat and he's like yeah he goes that in that sort of scenario he uses them a lot to trans transport them around the board and yeah. get where they need to be um and getting rid of them first turn really really put the game in my in my position like better for me um so then he took sec his first turn he tried to do some mortal wounds to the the dragon with his um with his engines of the gods i think he might have got um three or four mortal wounds through or something he failed a couple of spells oh that's right he cast um he cast the Balewind Vortex and I denied it and me doing that he said also changed his game huge because <laughs> that then stopped his extra spell. He did get off um, cogs but the fact that I, I'd stopped that made a huge difference to how he was playing with his Slan and um, so he mainly just burnt all his spells to get uh, summoning points. Um, I think he summoned 10 uh, 10 Saurus charged them into the dragon and did nothing and the dragon just killed them all and and he healed a wound because of it um, and then I got priority turn two I because the dragon was then out of combat I flew him over to the far right because he oh that's right he burnt that middle objective because he yeah. had enough numbers near it mm -hmm. just so I couldn't grab it he um yeah, so I went over the far right, killed a few of the those skinks, and my um, my spirit host. I'd already moved them up the turn before, so I moved them up, charged them into the other end of the skinks, and pretty much wiped that unit out. He still had a f enough left to hold the objective, but um, what happened was he thought if he didn't try and hold the objective, um, 
Because at the end of that turn, he said, oh, I need, to, I can't burn this objective, otherwise I'm not going to win. So he pretty much played for the priority in turn three. Um, yeah. And if he had won that, he could have burnt that for two or whatever points. But because I won that priority again, I killed the rest of the skinks there with the dragon and burnt that objective. So he only had his own, his one objective on the other far side. And I had all my three. I think I burnt... I had burnt the one in the middle for for one point or two, and then um, it must have been for two points. And then, so then, because I had turn three, if I burnt my other two, it was worth eight points. So two lots of four um, yeah. put me up to ten points, and then there was no way he was going to win because he could have only got nine. Yeah. So yeah. I just said, oh, at the end of that turn, I was like, I'm going to burn mine um, so I don't lose, like because there's no way I was going to lose then. Um, yeah. But we continued to play because there was still his objective. Uh, he took yeah. his turn. Secondaries um, and kill points. Yeah, yeah. Played. And we, I obviously... Yeah. I hadn't killed a lot of stuff, but then yeah. he took his third turn and he's like, oh, I'm just going to burn it, just end the game. So I yeah. think I only got something like um, 300 or 600 points. I can't remember now, um, mm. kill points. But I got my secondary. Uh, it was... Had to get to... Uh, you ended a five... Or bigger within um, uh, terrain on the opponent's deployment, yeah. and that was I got my spirit host across to do that. So I got the secondary in that one, um, and that was a major win as well. But no, he was a good good opponent. Um, yeah, so enjoyed that game. Nice man. Well, um, my um, game two was uh, we got I got drawn up with Jesse Perkins. <laughs> And uh, uh, I remember just walking over the, over the table. We just looked at you and looked at each other, and we we're just like, "Am I playing you?" So <laughs> like, yeah, high fiving, and because I could actually hadn't met Jesse until um, the Masters last year. Um, oh, but, really? but I just sort of rocked up to um, uh, Josh. Josh was borrowing uh, most of like most of my models for his army, so I just sort of turned up and um, used it as an excuse to be a pest and get pissed with, um, <laughs> with Dennis. <laughs> but um, yeah. but um, yeah, got a chance to meet Jesse there, so we sort of hit it off there and a bit of a chat, and then um, yeah, we we're just super stoked to have a game with him, and yeah, against his daughters of Cain. I can't remember all the details of of his army and stuff, but I know that he had these yeah. he had these devastating snakes, and he had a different sort of um temple. Yeah, so he he's got um Hagnar obviously, but he's got the temple nest. Battalion. The temple nest, that's the one. So, yeah. Mm. Yep. So all these, he's he's got two units of ten of the combat snakes, and he's got two units of five uh, archer snakes, or one unit of five. I can't remember. But, yeah, that's right. And then yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, like, the, the um, and the and the combaters. Yeah, <laughs> and then two or three units of ten witches. Uh, he's got two of the. Um, he's got like a the, one of the blood, um, blood altars. What are they called the? Uh, yeah. The, He's got the um, the the chick on the thing, and he's and then he's got the <laughs> the other the other throne thing with the um with the big guy on the back. They're all but, like covered in blood, and they're horrendous. Yeah, and yeah. They, <laughs> but for like, people that don't know, the people that don't know about the uh the um what was oh, I just said the battalion name? Now I've forgotten it. Temple Nest. The the Temple Nest. Yeah. So yeah. people that don't know that. In combat, it's really brutal. Every roll of one to hit that you make, yeah, um, 
is a mortal wound back to you. So yeah, it wasn't I've played a lot that. of games yeah. against Jesse and I learned very early on not to put units of skeletons into his snakes because I would end up killing more of myself than he would, yeah. than I'd kill of him. Um, yeah, because like, this is like, it was a completely unfamiliar army to me. Like I'd never yeah. played this configuration before. So there was confu- like oh, there's a bit of confusion in the game. And um, yeah. like I was rolling hit rolls because like I always roll very quickly. Like I'll roll my hits. Yep. I'll gather up all the misses. Roll the next one just yeah, you know, yeah. for, brev- for brevity, and he's like, "Oh, no!" Like there was at least one of like you know at least two or three ones in that, and I'm just like, "Yep, why? What do you mean? You know, like, there, 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 blah, blah, blah." And I'm just like, "Oh, okay, um, yep. yeah, right, oh, fuck." And then we sort of it took a bit of adjustment to the yeah, different yeah. Sort of style of rule because I was just like trying to roll through them, and I. I, I I don't know. I reckon in the back of his mind, he probably thought I was just trying to rip him off or something. But <laughs> I just didn't. I just wasn't familiar with it. Yeah. <laughs> but like then yeah, the, um, yeah. the snakes came in and they were doing all this. Like they had all these different. They had the different weapons and they're doing different things. Yeah. And these ones have ran. These ones don't. This one does mortal wounds. Oh, you roll that, you do mortal wound on yourself, and you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, a brutal just, army. I was just like, but brutal. um, <clears throat> in spite of that, um, I did manage to take his uh. My right flank, his left flank, and he had yep. he had, a, he had a bunch of witches on there, and I got the Vargas over there. And we took that, and I had my three I had my three center ones. I denied him those at that point of the game, and um, yeah, it was I think it was turn three by that stage, and so into my turn, I just I, I had this moment like this epiphany. I was like, oh my god, I can actually win this. I was like, I can I can I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna beat Jesse Perkins, you know, Masters player, blah blah blah, and then um. So I went ahead and, and without thinking further than that, just on total and emotional enrapturement, I just like burnt all my objectives for like seven oh, points. No. And he had still oh, had no. two left. <laughs> and it was his yep. turn. It was turn three or turn four, whatever it is, when you get the, the four points each. So he was yeah, just turn like, three. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, then he was like, oh, all I have to do is just hold this to win, you know? <laughs> so I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. God damn it. I should have kept my <laughs> I should have kept my back right one. I would have like I probably would have got him, you know, like who knows? Yeah, but then again, yeah. he had snakes that were just kind of like sweeping across the board, which probably he probably would have got there anyway. But but um, yeah. it's just like one of those things. Like just you know, you get those excitement moments and you just fuck up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I did it a few times in my game. Like I like I think it was turn two. I'm like, should I burn this? Shouldn't I burn it? No, yeah. I won't. I will. No, I won't. Uh, like. I reckon I spent 10, 15 minutes deciding whether I was going to burn it or not, and in the end I didn't. And then yeah, you kind of feel bad for your opponent, but you're like, oh, no, I've got to make sure this is going to work. But like for me, like I, it's like historically, like I've always done well in that scenario. Like I've always been very sort of like calculative about where I, when I burn them, when I don't, and I've always found my army yep. work very well in that scenario and um, my play style. So it was like... Yep. I lost it for myself and Jesse said that to me. He said, he said you lost that for yourself. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but like, was, anyway, so that was that was my second game. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time with Jesse. Um, good good chance yeah. to do that. I was, I was just stoked to, like, be matched up with him. I was kind of – like, I knew – like I knew I'd get matched up with completely new people in the tournament just by just by virtue of how many people were there. Um, but yeah, I was like yeah. really happy to be um, matched up with Jesse like on the second round. So yeah, thanks thanks for the game, yeah, Jesse. Hey, 
all my games, all my games, I didn't play anyone I knew. So yeah. it was good. Got, yeah. to re- got to meet some new people. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that that's the good thing about the um the bigger tournaments, I guess. Like, um, yeah, so yeah, like, we sure. move on to the third game. So round three was Border War. And um, I was getting a bit worried. I, like, well, not worried, but I'd won two two big games, got two majors, and I was thinking, oh well, I'm going to be start getting up the higher tables, and got matched up against a guy named Raf Robledo, Robledo, um, and I thought, oh, what's this guy going to have? Rock up to the table, and he's he's rocking Iron Jaws, and I'm like, oh right, game three, Iron Jaws on a top table. <laughs> at all um like i i find any sort of close combat armies i think death are really good matchups for like yeah um yeah we, totally we right. really suffered a shooting um yeah. if you if you got shooting you're gonna kill a death army but so i i got iron jaws i'm like ah oh, this is gonna be quite easy and then um he he had a battalion um he dropped down and he finished deploying first um, so border wars the one in your own deployment zone objective and then one on either flank halfway up the board um, yeah. so he went first um, on my far right he put three uh, gore grunters up on that objective on my far left he put another three gore grunters and took those two objectives and then just sort of moved the rest of his army up and he put he, he had a cabbage which was over my far <laughs> left and he just sort of held it back and put it over the side there um obviously waiting for his to counter charge something um and that was pretty much first turn he had got the five points or whatever it's worth um and then on to my turn i what to do, do on the far right the dragon went across um charged into the I he shot and did a bit of damage to some brutes over there and he he charged into that unit of three um yeah that unit of three because he held them six inches sort of back from the objective so it meant that i had a unit of chain rass over on that far right it meant that i could just move them up within six of it and and have more numbers on it so i took that objective off in quite easy but um yeah my dragon sort of charged in and i got like a i I tagged the three gore grunters and i tagged a unit of brutes at the same time um (laughs) which was fine because i let him sort of pile in there first and then on my far left i had um uh brought on i moved my six spirit hosts up to be within range of the objective because he'd done the same on that side he'd left his stuff like six inches back obviously trying to keep away from my um my charges but it just meant that i could just move up within six and take the objective quite easily with numbers and not have to charge in um and i also I, i'd put a unit of skeletons in the grave and i brought them up to, uh, nine inches away from his stuff on that far left there and i actually rolled a 10 inch charge for him and so i just charged them right up and i didn't care if they were going to die because i'm like well i've already got this objective with the spirit host um the skeletons just did did what skeletons do. They did a fair bit of damage there. They um they tagged a unit of five brutes as well. So I was in combat with five brutes and three three gore grunters. So they did a bit, killed a gore grunter and a 
maybe a, a little bit of a grind fest there. It's not not too much going. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it just yeah. it just sort of held up, and he did a bit of damage back, killed a fair few of them. Um, yeah. And then yeah, the dragon took care. I I think there was still one gore grinder left, and I killed a couple of brutes because I split my attacks. Um, but it meant that I got the five points my turn as well um, because yeah. I was holding the objectives, but I wasn't in, didn't have to get in combat. Uh, turn two, I won priority, I'm pretty sure. No, no, he won priority, and he took it. Um, and he charged in with his cabbage, but what happened was there was a forest, and he couldn't get him right into combat. So, um, And I managed to save a heap of death saves with his charge. I think he did five or six mortal wounds to my skeletons on the charge, and I think I saved two or three of them with Deathless Minions. So. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? Like, that, that Deathless Minions really really pays its dues sometimes, doesn't it? Like, oh, it's amazing. fantastic, yeah. <laughs> um, Especially when, so, you roll like, when you roll, like, triple six or something, you're just like, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, you just need a six to win the game or something. And, just like, and then he, I, th- I think he, like, decided to attack with... Um, his brutes there first or something or I might have took when he did the charge and killed skeletons I think I took him away from where the cabbage was so it meant that he couldn't then really pile in too much into my skellies and, and he couldn't actually attack them um, and he charged a zombie dragon with something as well I think but um, it kind of from there it was just a bit of a slog fest with those skeletons they survived I think there was like four left or something at the end of that turn and i healed them up and i ran them back out of combat um and then my spirit hosts were just sitting there ready to go i buffed them up um i think i gave them van hells yeah i did cast van hells on them and charged them into the cabbage the um brutes and the and the last gore grunter and they sort of oh that's right he had the um there's a artifact he had on the cabbage ignores mortal wounds on a four up i think it was okay was that the ignax scales that's it that's the one yeah um so the spirit hosts were doing all these mortal wounds and he's just rolling four up four up four up and i was like i just never gonna kill him um and like i think in the end i i eventually did kill it i think or we might have just called the game like it was it just because the zombie dragon then i'd I had my Black Knights had gone up the middle and around a big unit of stuff and they got to his back objective with the zombie dragon and so I end up scoring like, uh, what's that, four, eight, nine points in my third turn, I think it was, because um, yeah. I had all the objectives. But he still had a big unit of stuff in the middle and but it was from there, he's like, no, nah, there's no way I can win. So I think, I think we might have called it turn three, I think it was. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I won a major there because um, he called it. I got the full kill points and I also got my secondary, which was kill all enemy heroes, I think it may have been. I can't remember now. But, yeah, I got that one. So nice. that was a good game again. But I think it was just I had a pretty – like I was talking to Adam Burt after my game. I'm like – he goes – I said, oh, I finished day three with three majors. I'm pretty happy and – he goes, oh, who'd you play? And I said, oh, I played Iron Jaws. He goes, is what? You played Iron Jaws on a top table? He goes, oh, geez, you've got it easy. <laughs> and I said, oh, come on. Yeah, I said, oh, look, he was a good bloke, a good player, obviously, but Iron Jaws <laughs> up against death is um, always going to be a hard slog for him. Um, yeah, yeah. 
So, but yeah, no, he was a good top bloke. Um, enjoyed the game. Um, but yeah, just happened to go my way. So I finished finished day one on three majors and three secondaries. So sensational. Pretty happy. I think that was out of all my tournaments. That's the first tournament I finished day one without a loss. So nice. I was really yeah. happy. So yeah, how'd your game three go? Um, my game three. Um, when the draw came up, I was like, oh. Okay, so who is who's Zachary Sindelar? And I looked it up and I was like, another Daughters of Cain. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, God, two in one day. Come on, man. Two in a row. <laughs> wow. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd, it's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. I think he'd had one one uh, loss, one victory, so it made sense. But, um, yeah, this is the guy. I don't know if anyone – for those who had watched the, uh, the list reviews, this is the guy who had the uh, – I think he had like 20 of the snakes and the vocators and he had the battalion or the, the rule that he can teleport a unit. Yeah, right. Eh? So, yeah. yeah, he can do that. He can do this teleportation shenanigans. And and so I just thought, well, you know, let's see how we go. I just, I just went all, you know, just went in, guns blazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> just go in, just try and do as much damage as I can before he can counterpunch. And uh, so I tried that, and <laughs> by the end of turn four, yeah, the counter punch had pretty much uh, done its job. <laughs> and I was sitting there, you know, I have to admit, I'm, I'm, there was a little bit of salt in my eye um, yep. as that, uh, as those snakes uh, con- continue to uh, destroy and, and wreck every. Oh, so every hard day. to kill. Oh man! But uh, you know, like that, he was he he did this snappy, like so. My Vargas were coming; they were threatening his um, back objective, like I was going for it. I was like, fuck it, I'm yep. going for it. And yep. I was about to pull it off, but he had that redeployment. So he was able to re- he teleported back and, and he prioritized very well, like to his credit, and just put this big line, this big semicircle exactly nine inches away from those guys, like just uh, guarded yep. his back. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> yep. And they just proceeded to eat. And um, then on his other flank, he had the evocators who, you know, we're they do what they do. Pretty shit in combat most of the time, but they have this rule where they can roll all these mortal wounds after combat, yeah. even yeah, if they haven't brutal. even done any wounds. Like there was yep. just like, what the hell? But anyway, yeah, it was um, it, it was a it was a beautiful game, beautifully it, like these really nice colors, like on these the, all their hair were like this electric blue and yeah. But so it was it was a it was definitely a, a sight to behold. His um his. Uh, altar of blood with the avatar of Cain on it, whatever it came down in, and just yeah, like yeah. had a had a massive duel with the Coven throne. So there's a bit of a blood, bit of a blood bowl <laughs> in, in the middle. <laughs> um, yeah, to say uh, the daughters of Cain, um, you know, they worship the the god of murder. So you know, what can yeah. what can you do? Like you know, <laughs> like they, just, uh, they 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 do what they do best. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're brutal. Um, so, it was it was absolutely brutal. So, by the end of end of, end of day one, I was uh, one major win, two major losses, no secondaries. Um, but, oh no! Um, yeah, no secondaries. I, I only got two secondaries out of all my out of all six. Like I, I oh wow! I selected and I, I went for it, but um yeah, just yeah, I, I wasn't able to pull them off. Um, yeah, came very yeah, close yeah. to most of them, of course, but like yeah, <laughs> couldn't get there. Yep. But, um so thanks, Zach. Good to meet right. you, man. Um, we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll cross, cross paths again soon, and hopefully not um, fronting your um, your <laughs> your snakes. <laughs> 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 oh, so good. But um, there was a 
so after end, end of day two, then into the sorry, into day two, not end of day two. Into day um, two, yep. We had so, um, um, yeah, so we had game four. Yep. So game four um, matchups were released on the night before. Yeah. Um, I looked it up and I'd been paired against Matt Campbell, and I thought, Ooh. oh, Ooh. I, I know this name. I know this Ooh. name. So <laughs> looked up his uh, list and. I think most people playing. would have heard about this game already. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> saw the list and I thought, uh, like, I, honestly, relocating Orb, I I think I said earlier, um, I, haven't won, mm. I have not won it at a tournament yet. It just, mm. the Orb just goes the wrong way for me every time, etc. But this game, it actually went where I needed it to go. It just, everything else failed. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, when I saw the matchup, I thought Blades of Corn. This is gonna be shit. He just he's just gonna play in his banner, and that banner is gonna because he had Gore Pilgrims. It's just gonna cover every spot that the bloody thing's gonna bounce. There's nowhere it's gonna bounce. He's not gonna be covering with his extra attacks and no battle shock, etc. I'm like, this is gonna be like I knew going into it, it was gonna be a really tough matchup. Yeah. Um. So when it come to to setting up my army, I thought. He's either going to take first turn and try and kill my heroes with the the um, insensate rage bloodthirster because it does the explosion on sixes and does three mortal wounds to anything within eight inches. I thought I need to allow for that, so I put all my heroes eight inches behind or nine inches behind my front lines just in case he took first turn and got the charge off, etc. Um, he ended up giving me first turn, which kind of what I thought he would do because then it means I can only get one point first turn with the yeah. orb and he's going to score three and and obviously it's the way to go with that objective but so I just moved dogs up um, tried to make a little bit of a screen around the objective um, I only rolled a one for my ch- uh, for my run roll for my spirit host which kind of hurt me a lot um, I'd put re-roll failed hits on him from um from the zombie dragon thinking if I can just run them up near the objective it's going to be hard for him to move them and he won't want to charge into them um, having those re-roll, uh, re-roll hits on them um, but I, in hindsight I probably should have just spent the extra command point to move them another 6 inches up further but anyway mm. um, so they moved up made a bit of a line and then I took my zombie dragon um, and I moved him right up my far right flank, like right up the top of the board. Mm. And I thought if I put him way up there, he'll either act as a distraction to to Matt or it'll mean that he's still alive for my t- next turn and I can use him to counter charge, etc. And, yeah. and that's kind of how it went. He's, um, Matt, when he took his turn, he um, moved both of his bloodthirsters down the centre um, Charged. Oh, I'd brought on. I'd put forty skeletons in the grave. Um, in my turn, uh, when I was setting up, and in my turn, I'd put a uh, grave site, sort of up my right hand flank, kind of where, right where the objective could go. You know, if it jumps once, sort of that four to six, it goes up to the like to the right diagonally. Um, so yeah. I put the objective, uh, a grave site right there, and when I moved my uh, zombie dragon over. I brought the uh, brought the skeletons up on that where that objective might go, thinking, well, if it bounces there, I can hold it. And my ten black knights were over on the far left where where it might go as well, just 
ready for that jump, for it to jump there. So I sort of had everything set up, waiting for it to move, knowing that there wasn't much else I could do. I knew he was going to come at me and and do a lot of damage. Um, so he did, he, he flew across, he charged into my dogs, killed those. Um, I don't think he killed a hell of a more that first turn. Uh, he stayed away from my spirit host. He didn't get in combat with them. Um, but he did get his uh, flesh hounds or whatever they were across the board and got them into my chain rest, which were sitting behind the objective holding it as well. Um, so he killed a few of them, which meant that he took that objective, got the three points. And then, then priority turn two is probably what really helped him a lot because he won that priority and took it. Um, he then proceeded to charge into my skeletons with his bloodthirster of insensate rage and the other bloodthirster. <laughs> and obviously that unit of 40 skeletons <laughs> weren't long for this world. They, uh, they, they disappeared. Their way. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so there was a big, um, there was a big hole where they were sitting um, and the objective, oh, sorry, the objective bounced and it went, over to where the skeletons were. So that's why he went that way to kill yeah. them. Okay, yeah. um, so the objective was sitting there next to his bloodthirster of incense at rage. Um, and that was pretty much turn. Um, I don't think he killed a lot lot of other things. I don't think he did much else. Um, and then onto my turn two, I was thinking, well, because it got close to my zombie dragon, like, well, I can get my zombie dragon across... I can get that objective. All I need to do is kill that one bloodthirster and I'll, I'll get that objective. And I thought I ran um, a necromancer over to that objective as well, thinking that I'll kill that bloodthirster. I'll have the two I'll scoring I'll kill that bloodthirster units. with that necromancer. Yeah, well, no, well, <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> um, I put it there thinking that I was going to kill the insensate rage one and then I'd have two heroes on that objective scoring 40 points because they're worth 40 models. And I thought it'd make it hard for him to score it. Um, so I had reroll hits on the zombie dragon. I flew him across. I shot at his um, normal bloodthirster, his general or whatever he was. Um, and I did. I got the the hit through. I wounded. He didn't get a save. And I rolled one for d6 damage. I rolled a one. And I'm like, oh, Christ. Anyway, <laughs> so I charged in with him. I charged into the... Uh, I charged into where the hole was from the skeletons, and so I brought both bloodthirsters into combat because I knew, I knew he couldn't, I knew he wouldn't kill my zombie dragon in one round of combat. I thought it'd definitely be fine in there because he's neg one to hit, obviously, and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, well, I'll even sort of split his attacks a bit. I put, I put his uh, the rider and the the gaping maw into the insensate rage. Thurster and I put all the claws into the other one. Yeah. And I'm like, this I should kill, like, because he's had four attacks with the maw. They're doing d6 damage each, and the rider on top had four attacks doing three damage each. I'm like, I'm surely going to kill 14 wounds off this four up save, Thurster. Anyway, <laughs> I roll my dice to hit with the rider. I think I hit one out of four hits, and I because I had re-rolling, I re-rolled it, and I think I rolled two hits um, out of four with re-rolls. And then coming to wounds, uh, wounding on a three-up, I think I wounded two, maybe one, and he rolled his five-up save, and I'm like, ah, oh, Christ. 
<laughs> then it went on to the gaping maw. Same thing, I rolled four dice, I hit one of them, re-rolled. I think I may have hit three. And mm-hmm. then come to wounding, I, I failed to wound. I think I might have got two through. Um, he rolled a six up save because it's neg two rend. And yeah. the other one went through and I rolled on a the one. D6 damage, I rolled a one. Yeah. Like, oh, you're kidding. And I knew from there, so I'm like, oh, I've, no, I've, that's going to I feel like really I've been hurt. in this. I feel like I've, I've experienced this before. Yeah, many times. Like, this is going to hurt. Anyway. <laughs> And then I did all the claws, because I had eight claws, because he's in Legion of Blood, all went into the other Bloodthirster. Um, he hit, he wounded, I think I did, he took all his saves, he only passed one save, and I did something like, I think four or five of the claws got through, so I did like eight or ten wounds to this blood other Bloodthirster, just from the claws, I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I should have just put it all into the first one, I, that, yeah. that's kind of where I failed yeah. a bit. Focus fire a bit more. So then he, <laughs> yeah, and then when he he fought back, obviously the incensate rage um, exploded. He did two explosions, it was, and killed the necromancer outright. I'm like, oh damn it! So that that got rid of that extra scoring unit. Um, if he didn't kill him, I would have scored the three points. Um, yeah. And then mm-hmm. he did a bit of damage to my dragon, but didn't kill him. Um, the other one, I don't even think he did any damage to the dragon with the other one. And then um, our other stuff, like my Black Knights had ran into his um, Blood Reavers and killed them. Um, I think my Spirit Host might have took care of his Flesh Hounds. I think they were gone um, at the end of that turn. So that was the end of turn two, my turn two. No, yeah. Um and then it came, the, we rolled for the bouncing orb and it went to my right, so it was way over the far right corner. Um, and we rolled for priority and I won priority and I'm like, I, I have to take it because I've got to try and kill this bloody bloodthirster. <laughs> um, so did everything I needed to do. Um, I shot at the other, the bloodthirster that I'd wounded a fair bit and I think I rolled a one again or a two for damage on the D6. Like I rolled really low again. Um, the black knights, I moved them right up the middle of the board and got them within charge range of his, uh, blood secreta and his, um, and his two, uh, what are the heroes? Um, the blood, what are they? Oh, I can't think of what they're called. <laughs> the yeah. blood. They do. Um, they do the. They're priests. They do the. Oh, blood the blood. Um, the slaughter priests. <laughs> slaughter priests. That's them. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, they got the charge off there, and then I forgot that how good the the blood secreta has a three up save, and he was in cover, so he only had a two, he had a two up save, and I'm like, I forgot about that. It was my own bad, but I got him down to one wound, but I didn't quite kill him on that charge, and. Yeah. My dragon, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put everything into this bloody incensate rage dude and try and just wipe him off. And out of all my attacks, I whiffed, whiffed everything. I think like, all the damage, well, once all the damage was done, I think I did like three more damage. like Or might have been a little bit more, but his incensate rage dr- thirst, I only had like seven wounds on him or something after two full rounds of combat from my dragon. <laughs> Like normally the dragon would just wipe him off the board in one combat, and he even he even allowed that. He's like, I, I he sort of had allowed for it. He's like, I know he's going to die this turn, and 
blah, blah, blah. And he survived it all. And, uh, and the <laughs> spirit hosts had charged into the back of the other, um, the other bloodthirster and they killed it. But once they, he ended up killing my dragon then with um, the incensate rage one. And from there, it sort of was kind of pretty quickly downhill. Like the, my black knights didn't do much in the middle and he killed them off. And then, because he went, then had second turn, turn three, he sort of started cleaning up my stuff. And yeah, it was sort of downhill from there. Like it was a great game, great opponent. Like he definitely, definitely knows his stuff. Um, I think like we even talked about afterwards. I think like if the dragon had killed that incense at rage one first turn, um, I think the game would have been a hell of a lot different. Like we, yeah. he, mm. And just the way where the orb went too, like it, it sort of helped me. So it would have been if I you killed guys, that. You guys it remembered the rule, like the three three inches, six inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We remembered that rule. So, so yeah, yeah. We we're all over that. It was just, yeah. It was just it, it's and that's it. It's a dice game, and that sort <laughs> of shit happens. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was one of those games where I was just like, oh, I didn't do anything wrong, like. I think I played the scenario perfectly. I think he played it perfectly. I think it, it just came down to dice rolls in the end. And, um, yeah. yeah. And he won, and, yeah, he went on to win the tournament. But he, um, at the yeah. end of the day, like, he was a great opponent. Um, and, I like, at the end of the day, I thought, well, I could have won that game. Like, I, I felt, like, I felt at the end of the day that it could have been a winnable game. Um, but, yeah. Hats off to him. He beat me fair and square. And, yeah, it was a good game. We'll both... He was cool about it. We are cool about it. Um, I didn't get my secondary on that one um, because I took the... I had to kill Behemoth because I knew he was going to... I knew he was going to charge his two Behemoths across the board at me. I thought, well, surely I can kill both of these by the end of the game. Um, and, obviously, I had... He still had the one left. So, I missed out on my secondary for that one. But uh, that was a major loss for me and he ended up wiping me out. Wiping me off the board, so true corn was, fashion, and in true yeah, that was my game four against Matt Campbell. But yeah, top bloke, um, really enjoyed the game. I think I actually gave him my second best opponent award at the end of the day. So yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. that was really good. Um, yeah, I've only yeah. I've only played one game against Matt, and that was back in the the days when he was running his mixed destruction list, and um, he had like the. You know, he had the the thunder tusks with those hideous um, six mortal wounds. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> yep. and a frost lord. You know, it's just like, ugh. Yep. <laughs> but um, that, 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 that game I have played with him. Um, yeah, he was a uh, it was a gent and uh, a great opponent to play with. Um, and yeah, knows, for sure, knows no, stuff, and he's he's in it for the fun, um, as well, and he's uh also very good at the game, very tactical mind. Yeah. So yeah. Nah, sh- shout out to him, dude. Like shout yeah. out to you, Matty. If you listen to this top, top opponent, really loved our game and yeah, I'd love to play again any day. So awesome. <laughs> Another grudge maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so my, my game four, four. Yep. Um, was uh, against a gentleman named uh, James uh, Kotsios. Uh, so I've actually first saw James. I didn't actually get to meet him, but um, I saw him. He at the Masters last year. He rocked up and just to sort of check it all out. He, he lived close by um, to the venue and came in had a look at it all. And so I did notice him there. And then when we got paired up, I was like, I, I know your face. And 
And so he had a Stormcast Eternals army, so he had all the all the latest uh, goodness with the Celestar blisters, the Evocators, the Sequitors, um, the Relict, yeah. the the Castellant. The <clears throat> he had all all the all the good stuff. Um, didn't have any Draclings in his lists, and um, yeah. but uh, he did say he's fairly new to the game, um, and uh, so we kind of we just kicked it off and we we played the. Played the scenario the by we sort of at this point later in the game I think it was about turn three turn four I can't remember but um where I had my carbon throne parked on the objective and um so I was getting the twenty point the twenty um twenty model value on that and yep. then it kind of clicked to us the penny dropped it it's not it's not six inches it's three inches <laughs> yeah. so um it, if yeah. so it came down to like half an inch distance oh, really? out of the three inch between um, his evocators were, were like crowded up and um, I was able to sort of crowd them out. And so the, the carbon throne won the scenario with half an inch to spare. If he'd had those oh, um, yeah. evocators just another half inch in, then yeah, yep. it, would have been, it would have been in his game. But um, it was, it was the most intense game of the weekend for both of us. We were both just sitting there like sweating, just like <laughs> measuring down to the, like the, the finest, like, Inch and like, well, the worst oh. thing about evocators, they they count as bloody twenty models for each one in the unit. So yeah, that's like, is, it, is, it, like is it twenty 100. models? Is it twenty models for yep. each model, or is it for the unit? Because the unit is a wizard. It's for each. It's for each each model because each model is considered a wizard. Oh my god! That's so terrible. it's um yeah, it's a hundred points for a unit of five, a <sighs> hundred unit, a hundred models. It's yeah. brutal. Forget that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I managed to keep them half an inch away. So yeah, awesome. <laughs> so that, that, that was what got me. Uh, that's what won me the game. And and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, that was my most intense game of the um of the of the weekend. And and for him too. And we, yeah, we were just. I remember at one point we just looked at each other. We were just so intense, and we just went, <laughs> "Man, this is intense." He's like, "Yeah." We just yeah, like nice. a chuckle. <laughs> it kind of broke the um. It broke the the moment a bit. Like it was just like, yep. oh, oh man, let's. But uh, yeah, it was good. No, we. So yeah. was that? Did you get your secondary in that game? Um, no, I, don't, no. I can't remember what my what my secondaries were in the end. Um, yep. I wrote them down on my score sheet. But I never. I usually get the booklet back. I didn't. I didn't get it back this time. But um. Yeah, I didn't get one either. But yeah, but it's alright. Yeah. Uh, I think I got two of them. I think I got my last second, my, my last two games. I think I got them. I, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nice. But then, so yeah, so onto turn, onto round five, mate. How'd yep. you go? So, round five was uh, Knife to the Heart. Um, it's a scenario that, for some reason, I always seem to be able to win. Like, um, it's a lot of people find Knife to the Heart as a game that they can't win. Like they always try and play for a minor, yeah. a minor win or minor loss. Um, but I, I came up against a guy named Max K. Max Kai. He had running the I think it was Phoenix Guard. I think they were. He had um, he had two Frost Phoenixes, a Spell Weaver, a Battle Mage on Griffin, three three by ten. Phoenix Guard, 3x10 Free Guild Archers, and 2x5 Doomfire Warlocks. Um, I outdropped him, so I got the choice of first turn. I um, I didn't really know how I was going to play the, the scenario, because I knew, I knew I wanted to get my dragon into his Frost Phoenixes as soon as possible, so they didn't have the, uh, the extra saves. Um, 
that they get from the the spells going off around them. So first turn, I buffed the Vampire Lord up on Zombie Dragon. I didn't give him the extra attack. I gave my 10 Black Knights the extra attack um, and gave them pilot. I got Van Hells off on them and moved them up my left flank threw the zombie dragon straight across into his general, his frost phoenix general. Um, and I went first with the black knights. I had 10 of them into his, a unit of 10 phoenix guard. I think I did, I must have done about eight wounds, I think. He, he passed his four up saves. I think he saved four of them. So then, because they're on the charge, they did two damage each so he took eight wounds but then phoenix guard then have also have another four up save against any wounds suffered so he, he rolled eight dice and he rolled eight four ups for his um for his for his wounds negating so i did no damage from that first um charge off the black knights into 10 phoenix guard um he then piled into he attacked my um zombie dragon and i think he might have done like one wound to him because he had mystic shield and just did nothing with his frost phoenix i then went with the black knights again i think i may have killed three like i just couldn't believe it. i thought i would have wiped them out like 10 phoenix guard i thought they only got one wound each surely 10 black knights with an extra because they had the extra attack um and they had pile intact twice i'm like surely they'll wipe that unit out but no nah, they did nothing um <laughs> And then my dragon went in the middle into his phoenix and he did something like um, seven or eight wounds to his phoenix, which was pretty good because it put him down a few brackets um, and, if, and everything else. And and from there, it was sort of he got priority. Uh, not to priority. He took his first turn. He charged... What did he charge? I think he charged 10 phoenix guard in and his battle mage on griffin into my dragon and his Frost Phoenix was still in there. Um, and his other Frost Phoenix took care of the rest of the, the 10 Black black Knights. and um, So he had a fair bit in combat with my dragon. And my dragon just um, just was rolling saves like a boss. Like After the game against Matt Campbell, I was so disappointed with the dragon. It was like, <laughs> this game, he was just like, he was making up for it, that's for sure. <laughs> he was just rolling three ups like nothing else and um so you still love me right you still love yeah. me <laughs> that whole I'm round of good. Com- I'm still good <laughs> <laughs> so the whole round of combat with um he had a frost phoenix the battle mage on griffin and 10 phoenix guard into my zombie dragon i don't think he did any damage at all from all those um, all right. <laughs> and yeah it was pretty brutal um and in the meantime i like in my turn i'd, I'd ran my um, nine spirit hosts up the far right um, flank, and he had ten phoenix guard over there. So he charged them into my spirit host, killed a. I think he might have killed one, one or two. Um, and then anyway, I got. Did I get priority? No, he took priority second turn. He proceeded to charge his other frost phoenix into my dragon. So I had two frost phoenixes in combat with me. He got another couple of phoenix guard into combat with me and so that that round of combat i took i had i'd rolled for my triumph and i got re-roll failed saves um oh, yeah, so he still had 
Mystic Shield on him, but I'm like, oh, I'm not going to take the risk because there's a lot of attacks coming at him. I'm like, I'll, I'll activate that this turn. So he passed all his saves, I think. I think he might have took three wounds, three or four wounds out of two rounds of combat with all this stuff. Um, and he'd wounded his Phoenix. He'd done wound to his Battle Mage on Griffin and he'd, he'd killed a couple of Phoenix Guard to heal back that one wound a turn. Um, and then I took my second turn. I ran my Spirit Host out of combat um, and I, I healed one actually from a gravesite. I ran them out of combat straight across the board sort of to try and get around the back of his army to his objective. Um, uh, and then I brought my skeletons up and killed the rest of his Phoenix guard that were on my far right flank. Um, I, I ran my dragon out of combat. I'm like, there's no point me staying in combat at this stage. So I ran him right back towards my deployment zone and used my, um, gravesite back there and I brought my 10 black knights back and that was pretty much all I did that turn and then I got priority turn three um I moved my spirit host ever even closer to my um to his objective I gave them reroll failed hits from the dragon I brought the dragon back up to combat I brought the black knights up I got all my charges off I rolled a 10 for the um spirit host which took them right up to where to his objective where he had um 10 of his uh, arch two lots of 10 archers um and as i finished my charges he's like he he just called the game he's like you're going to wipe out the archers quite easily with those spirit hosts and you're going to take the objective and <laughs> and i'm like are oh, you sure dude or so we, and i think it was the the two rounds of full combat into my dragon and doing no wounds it's sort of um I think it put a dampener a bit on his game. He was like, oh, this, this sucks. You can't wound him. And um, so I'm like, oh, if you call it, you got to give me full points because that's what happens when you call it. He goes, yeah, all good. So yeah. we called it there. Um, like I was obviously, like I had the 10 Black Knights and, and the Dragon was back in combat. They were going to do a lot of damage. There was no way he was going to win a, win the game from there. So we called it there. Um, I got my secondary... Um, I think he got his secondary and yeah like it was a good game it was a beautifully painted army actually it looked really cool um, and he had a few like so his battle mage on griffin was actually this little dude on top of a, a like an owl or something I think it was an owl, a big like, owl it was pretty cool um, but yeah no, his army looked really cool and his um, doomfire warlocks were like guys riding um, um, wolves or something I think it was but yeah, no, cool army, uh, good opponent. Um, but yeah, so I won the won the major there with the, the spirit host getting around his back lines and taking the objective, and yeah, got my secondary. So I was I was on four and one at that stage, so I was pretty happy. Solid. Yeah. So how'd your game five go? Um, game five, knife to the heart with uh, Hamish Irvine. Um, and his, he had a beautiful Seraphon army, so he had like the he had a lot of you know some skinks. Um, he had Temple Guard. He had Engine of the Gods. He had the oh, what's the, the dude with the crystal on his back? Ah, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yep. He had the yep. He had a slant. He had a and he had another um 
wasn't Angel of the God. It's the alternate one where it's the Stegodon with all the all the shenanigans on top. Yeah, um, yeah, yep. So yeah, it's a really cool army, something different, and um, we uh, we played it down to the end of the third battle round. We had about fifteen minutes to go, and um, we worked it out, and we figured that I'd get the minor if yep. we if we call it there. But we thought, oh, we can smash out another turn, and it pretty much came down to whoever won the priority. So. <laughs> Because um, he'd actually forgotten about his five chameleon skinks, so they have this rule oh, where they can just yeah. like come up anywhere on the board. Pop up. They can just pop yeah. up anywhere. There's no restriction. There's no nine inches away. You can pop up in combat. It can be anywhere. Um, yeah. At the end of the movement phase. So, because um, you'd remember that, and like we were just kind of discussing it, and it was like, oh yeah, he's just remembered it, and now. Yeah, it's going to be down to this one dice roll, and I'm like, oh, I'm like we're still at time. We're still at time. There's 15 minutes yep. to go. It's only fair that we um, that we continue this game. And um, yep. sure enough, he rolled it, and then we like we sped through his his round, and yeah, then he, he popped him up and, and and took the major. But um, yeah, it was a really really lovely guy to play against. Really enthusiastic. Really just loved the game. Just loved the the theatrics of what we were doing on the table. Like we had like. I had right on the left flank, um, had my um, general, like Count Drazen. He was just like coming up the side and all he wanted to do was just eat a slam for breakfast. So, <laughs> like, he, eventually he got there and he ate the slam and, but, um, and he was, he was converging on my zombies in the back line. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's another situation I could have prevented by properly protecting my back objective. And, oh, um, so he didn't leave any. I had things there, there, but I didn't like guard it behind, and because I had yeah. not, I hadn't considered his chameleon skinks, and he'd forgotten about him as well. Yeah. So it was just like one of those last minute things where he remembered and and um and got it. So yeah, you know, a big lesson learned there. Just like keep it keep it stocked up no matter yeah. what. Because <laughs> you you would have had your your twenty chain rests you could have had sitting there. Yeah, well, exactly yeah. right. And I had the zombies back in that field, but they were kind of pushed forward yeah. um, a bit by that stage, and they were fighting with his temple guard. So he was taking models off by that stage. So, um, yeah, he was able to just put those five up, and he beat me by, like, a couple of models. I think I had three in the range, and he had, like, five. Oh, no. So, yeah, it's just, like, just some silly, like, you know, that's just me, my inexperience, I guess. But, um, but also, just one of those things. It's cool. We had a, yeah. we had a good, good, fun game. Yeah, um, so at that point I was, um, I think I was at two wins, three major losses. Yeah. Three yeah. major losses. So I was down to the last, last round to kind of finish off the uh, tournament and, um, yeah. yeah, man, do you want to go through your last game? Yeah. So I was four and one and I was like at the start of the tournament, I'd, I'd said to the boys, I said, I'd be really happy with five and one. So going into the last game, I was like, oh, I really hope I win this. I want to go five and one. If I knew if I finished five and one, I'd I'd finish fairly high. Um, so yeah, going into round six, it was focal points, um, and I matched up against Ryan Kirby, who had Beast of Chaos with Warherds. Um, top opponent is really a really good bloke to play against um yeah, cool. i actually gave him my best opponent he was yeah, uh, yeah. yeah top bloke um yeah he just over the top had fun um so we set up he because it's uh diagonal deployment thing again um with the you got the point across two across the uh, three across the middle sort of one in your deployment one in their deployment sort of thing 
you get more points if you have the side ones. Um, he had the um, his big warherd stone, whatever it's called. Um, he sort of put that right in the middle and he put 30 uh, gores around it with his little shaman behind to start killing them off for summoning points, etc. And he had a big unit of six... Uh, oh, what are the big bull gores? I think they're bull gores. Yeah, yeah. Minotaur, yeah, the, with the big two-handed weapons, yeah. the big minotaurs, and yeah. they do some massive damage. So he had a unit of three over sort of on his left, and then on his right he deployed um, another three, but they had the two-hand weapons, and he had the... Uh, not the, he had a Cygore, but he had the other one too, you know, the other big giant thing that's good for combat. I can't think of its name at the moment. Um, it's not yeah, a Cygore. and there's the other one. Oh, yeah. my tongue, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, he had that on his far left objective. Um, so I took first turn. I got double pinions on my dragon. Um, so he had 24-inch move. Um, I ran him right up to right where the herdstone was. Um, I took the far right objective with 20 chain rass. I got my black knights. I ran them straight up the middle of the board and took that far objective in his deployment zone sort of thing. Cause he Gorgon. Sort of, what's that? Gorgon. Gorgon, that's it. Um, <laughs> and the, the far left objective, I couldn't quite get to it in range of it with my skeletons. Um, and my spirit host went up straight up the middle and held that objective. Um, but doing that with my zombie dragon first turn really, really stuffed with him because I, I think I killed something like 20, 20 of those gores with the dragon. Um, and then it just meant that he had to deal with the dragon and so all his stuff that he'd normally push across the board and run across the board with, he um, he had to hold back and try and take care of the dragon. Um, he also had a unit of 30, um, the gores that have the bows, you know, the, the bow and arrow ones. Oh, he the, put the, um, yeah. He put them in. The, the, the shit gores. Yeah. <laughs> um, he put them in um, the underworlds or whatever it is where they come on the board edge and he put his beast lord with them mm. um, and I was really worried about him popping them up in my back lines but because I put the dragon so far up first turn it sort of rattled him a bit and he brought them on his back lines and just sat them there shooting the dragon so it sort of meant then that I could just... Um, I didn't have to sit back so much on my objectives. Um, but, yeah, it, then it went to his turn. So I scored seven points in that first turn, which out of a possible nine was pretty good. Um, yeah. He took, got his sec, his first turn, charged into the zombie dragon with... Oh, no, he charged his six, uh, six dudes, big dudes into the black knights and wiped them out. I knew he would, but... I'd scored the points with him, so I wasn't too worried. Um, he charged into... Did he charge? No, he didn't charge. He might have charged into the skeletons. He did, yeah. Charged into the skeletons. Um, and in the middle, he charged into the spirit hosts. But he did charge into the dragon with a few things and, and did nothing to it. Um, he piled in attacked my black 
Black Knights first to kill him off. And because he did that, it meant that my 40 skeletons were in combat on the other flank, and I went with them first. So they killed they killed the Gorgon and killed uh, one and a half or maybe even two of the, um, the big dudes. So he was like, oh, crap, I didn't realize it'd do that much damage. So, you know, skeletons are like in combat. They're pretty brutal with just a num- weight of attacks, really. Yeah. Um, so from there, it was un- like unfortunate for him. It just, I won priority turn two, the dragon. He was, he'd left, actually, he'd left the dragon out of combat because he didn't want to charge him because he knew he wouldn't do anything. So the dragon then charged into that unit of six minotaurs and pretty much took him right down to about two or three or something and... Um, pretty much just sat there all game like just sat there he kept taking wounds from the bloody archers because they're obviously mm-hmm. weight of attacks he just he was always going to fail a few roll a few twos with his saves so he lost a the, few wounds the Ungors, there the Ungors, but... i think they call them. Ungors. yeah yeah that's like raiders yeah. yeah that's them um so they just kept doing their job taking wounds off my dragon but um yeah it was sort of from turn two it was pretty much game over um it was just in the end i think we called it turn three uh, and i got the major got my secondary so that meant i had five major wins uh five secondaries uh i got the wipes i got 2000 vps um yeah so from now i was yeah really happy i'd I'd won five games um yeah you were in the running for something yeah (laughs) i i just i was really happy because as i said i'd I started the tournament. I wanted five wins. Um, I got the five wins, so super happy. Great opponent. Like it's sort of hard in games like that when you get smashed. Like you know, he was really fun and good during the whole game, which was great. But even though he was sort of getting smashed, it just yeah, it's good having opponents like that. Like you kind of feel bad because you, you, your army's just wiping them off the board. But, you know, it, <laughs> I think it is my, a tournament. Um, I think my guy, uh, what's his name, sorry, uh, coming back. Yeah, Zach, like at the end of, he was my third game with his daughter's army. At the end of the game, he's like, oh, sorry, man. And I'm like, no, don't you apologize, you know. Yeah. Like, that's not what this is about. That's that's fine. Yeah. Like, Obviously, you felt bad. But, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like you're you taking do, you... daughters, you're taking, like, <laughs> yeah. list, like you own that shit, man. Just yeah. don't worry about it. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> we all um, know why you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so short, yeah. shout out to Ryan Kirby. Anyway, top dude, um, best opponent vote, and um, yeah, got the got the major win. So finished the tournament five and one. So I was pretty happy. And got the um, best death, man. Got the best death again. Didn't expect that. I really didn't expect it because I knew Michael. I'd been talking to Michael. I knew he'd finished higher than me, um, and I knew there was another guy higher than me. And I'm like, there's no way. I wasn't expecting it at all. And when they, I think when they did awards, they're like, we'll do best in alliance. And I'm just sitting there like, oh yeah, right. I will wait to hear who wins that. And um, he, I think Clint said, oh, because Adam, Adam's given me shit, Adam Burt, about the first award I won. It was just a printed out piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> certificate to say I'd won best in death. So he gave me shit over it last year because he won a trophy for best in order. Anyway, so I'm sitting there listening and Clint's like, oh, yeah, this guy, the first year he came, he played death and he won he won, um, won best in death and he only got a, a printout 
so this year he's getting a trophy. And I'm like, oh, I sort of wasn't really listening. I was sort of half listening. I'm like, hang on a sec. Is he talking about me? And then, yeah, he called me out. I'm like, holy shit, I won best <laughs> best death. I'm like, ah, oh, sweet. Um, yeah, did not expect it at all. But, um, yeah, 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 it's still a cool award. Um, Absolutely. Beautifully, um, like, what is it, from Dark Mills from um, from the UK? So yeah. it was like a 3D printed. Yeah, um, it's 3D print. printed. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They they look sensational up there. Like, yeah, definitely yeah. Um, a coveted award, man, and well deserved. And you deserve every every minute, every um, every accolade that's yeah. coming your way, man. Like best yeah, nah. ever. You've won it a few times now, man. You're definitely you're twice. up there, man. Well, I've only played. Well, last year I played Cancon. I took Beast Claw Raiders, so oh, I wasn't. I couldn't win best. Mistake, I yeah. couldn't win best death with them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, yeah. it was. Yeah, definitely, definitely unexpected that award. Um, and then yeah, and then when awards got read out, I finished ninth. So I was top super 10. happy, super yeah. happy to get top ten at CanCon with 190 odd players. It was a very, very happy achievement. And and to know that the only guy that had beaten me was the guy that won the the whole thing. It was like yeah, yeah. I was pretty happy. Yeah, you know, you know, you're happy. It's that you know, it's good in that in that circumstances. So yeah, exactly. So um, how'd your how'd your game six go, dude? Uh, my game six was against a young chap named um, Josh McVeigh and his Iron Jaws. So um, another um, another sort of brute and um, Ard Boy Heavy Army had some Gore Grunters in there, but he also brought the big man himself, Gordrak, Fist of yep. Gork. Yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah, it's just like one of those, you know, good old fashioned sort of bash him up games. Um and yeah, two two combat armies just duking it out and uh th- so it sort of I knew that I could kind of you know swing this in my favour. It was kind of, it was actually kind of a bit of a relief to get a, a another Iron Jaws army at the end of the tournament. Yep. It was because yep. I was kind of I was going for the three wins. That that's kind of what I was hoping for um at the beginning of the tournament and so I was going, Well, this is my chance to kind of meet that goal. Yep. So when when I drew up Iron Jaws, I was like, okay, cool. Well, let's have some fun, you know. Like and and yeah, just so it sort of came down to moments of yeah. There's like one round of combat where the, he's got Shaman um, survived just like like insane round of attacks from the Vargeists. Yeah, <laughs> I got my right, Vargeists yeah. around the flank, and he did, they just like started ripping and tearing down that down that flank, and somehow this got Shaman survived. Oh wow! <laughs> and did some wounds back. Yeah. So just one of those sort of moments, and um. Yeah, the the odd boys in his sort of center, they just tanked the whole game. I could not kill them, even right down to the last turn. I was like swarming with zombies. I was like ripping them with Vargas. So even like, you know, my vampire lord was like busy elsewhere, but he was yeah. he was uh, locked in a an epic duel with um Gordrak. So like Gordrak sort of beat him within an inch of his life, and then he sort of I healed him up with the mortis engine and with his chalice and oh, and yeah. um, got him back in there, and he just like ripped. Ripped his um, ripped Gordrak's throat out pretty much and drank from the blood. Um, just <laughs> it was brutal, and he just like took him off the board. But um, no, it's just like a great way to finish the tournament. That ended up with a uh, major for me, like tabled him at the end. Um, and oh, awesome. got my got my um, secondary, so I got two secondaries, three major wins, three major losses, and yeah. um, met six new people along the way. Got to play Jesse too, so you know, it's, yeah. it's um, it's all it's all a win, and um. But uh, with uh, Josh's army, he received a painting nomination as well. 
So oh, okay. uh, it was yeah. cool. Like when we played on a really nice table too. We played on one of the um, Games Workshop tables up the back there. So oh, okay. um, so it was really nice, really nicely um, painted table. Two yep. um, painting nominated armies. Like my, I got a painting nomination as well. Yeah. Um, and so it was just like one of those, just a classic game of Warhammer. Um, perfect way to finish off the tournament. Really nice um, chap as well. Um, younger guy. Um, so yeah, Josh, if you're listening, thanks, thanks for uh, the game, man. I really enjoyed it. And man, what a weekend! I was so exhausted by the end of it. Hey, like after, oh, after yeah. each day, like even like after the first day, I was just like, oh. Well, I think the I really want to come and hang out and get on the on the juice <laughs> with everyone, but I was just, oh, I was, I'm, oh, the, I'm a bit old the, now, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, well, at the end of that first day, but it was just because it's so hot and sweaty all day. Yeah, you yeah. just like you were just wrecked, and then. By the end of the second day, too, like by the time they did all the awards and that, I think it was like eight thirty, nine o'clock yeah, at night. We've been there like, for like almost twelve hours. Yeah, by well, stage, like, well, I like because <laughs> I was staying at my brother-in-law's in South Canberra, so I I was leaving at seven thirty in the mornings to get to Cancun yeah. by eight o'clock. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I. I left at seven thirty. I didn't get home till nine thirty. I think it was or nine o'clock. Yeah. like that. It was a friggin' long day. Yeah, it t- takes it out of you. Like I remember just like seeing the photos of the guys like um at the Caratel having a having a party and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, mate, I would have loved to have been there. But I know if I went, um, yeah. I would have been an absolute wreck for the yeah. week for the whole weekend. Yeah, it, it was disappointing. I was the same. Like I would have yeah. loved to have caught up with everyone, but it was just like because I had the family and that there, like. It yeah, just couldn't do it, man. Man. but um, well, I'd, I'd, still, I'd like, I was... think of and yeah, it's just yeah. All, all different circumstances. We just moved to Canberra as well, so it was still yep. kind of a bit yeah, of a it high, it high time for us. So yeah, yeah, no, it would have been awesome to catch up with everyone, but yeah, I was wrecked. I like that Saturday night. I was just, I just, all I want to do is get home and have a shower. <laughs> like, yeah, was exactly. So sweaty yeah. and stinky. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just, and I was so hungry. I got home, like stuffed my face because they'd. At a barbecue, and I'm just like, it was all sitting there, like, oh, sweet sausages, just smashed them, and then had a shower, and yeah, that was it. I was actually um, yeah. quite like proud of myself, like, like historically, like, like, as I said to a few people, like, historical data suggests that me in tournaments is usually involves yeah. a shit ton of, um, like bourbon <laughs> and like beers the night before and just totally feeling like crap the whole weekend eating fatty foods like just going to the yep. canteen eating chips and gravy and just like <laughs> you know yeah. this year i was like no i'm going to bed early i'm yep. gonna take a pack lunch i'm gonna eat fruit i'm gonna eat sandwiches i'm gonna have I'm going to have chai, you know, like, like <laughs> all that sort of stuff. I was, I had gluten-free this and, yeah. all, you know, I had healthy food and I'm, I think my body thanked me for it by yeah, the end no, of the weekend. I, was... and I had enough sleep and, you know, everything. So it, it yeah. kind of, you know, it, it, it's a different uh, balance, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it helps. Like I, I was a bit the same. <laughs> like I had a salad on the sad day from the canteen and, like normally yeah, on the same, I normally have just whatever takeaway there is. And I even took some, um, some hydrolyte and some like energy boost stuff with yeah. me. Um, yeah. and I put that in my drinks like every each day after lunch. And yeah, it yeah. really made, made it so much easier to get through my game. Like those, the second and third game of each day made it so much yeah. easier. Like I was still like alert and, and re- ready to go. 
Whereas a lot of people, I notice, like even myself from other tournaments, I noticed by the third game of the day, you just wreck. You can't, like, you can't you do just, it, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. No, I felt I felt really good. So I think it definitely has something to do with mm. how you play. Well, that kind of like brings me like a bit of a segue into like um, there's a bit of movement going around. I've I've noticed on on the Twitter sphere, especially um, uh, hashtag Stormcast Strong. Yep. Um, yep. Want to talk a little bit about that before we wrap it up? Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, I, think, I think it's really important because, like, um, you look around, especially at CanCon, like, it's a massive um, Wargamers event and you see a lot of different Wargamers from all sort of walks of life converging on this one sort of site and you, you get to sort of get a bit of insight into um, into how we are. And, uh, yep. yeah, I think uh, it, one thing that definitely comes to mind is there is a bit of a need there, I suppose, for... Um, for the sort of be more of a healthy approach perhaps to to life and to eating and, and exercise and all that sort of stuff. So I think uh, when I saw that hashtag sort of come up and it started to become a bit of a thing, I was I really respected that and thought that was a, a good positive message to kind of try and get out there to the community and um, kind of encourage people to kind of think about that a bit more. And, um, yeah, so, do, yeah, take yeah, it away, man. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, I, I've... Um... Last year, I actually started on a diet myself. I was, like, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was, I was overweight, but I wasn't overweight, if you know what I mean. Like, um, I was 94 kilos um, back in, started December, um, got on a diet. I, I, I got a bit of help from a friend of mine that um, used a product called, actually, called Herbalife, um, and it's all about, um, just eating healthy. They have like some meal replacement shakes um, and and a few vitamins and stuff. Um, so I, I got on that train. Um, did it over Christmas. It was pretty hard um, to sort of keep on track, but I did well over Christmas. I didn't put any weight on over Chrissy. I, normally, Christmas is bad for me. I normally put on heaps of weight. It's not a good time to start a diet, um, is it? <laughs> no, exactly. Um, and then in started started january we uh we did a 14 day challenge um with herbalife to lose weight um i lost i think it was about close to three and a half kilos and i lost like five centimeters off my stomach in 14 days um just smashed it out um and up till now i think i weighed myself yesterday i've lost a bit over nine kilos since the start of december so sensation feeling really good actually yeah Yeah. i'm actually really enjoying it um it's yeah. really easy to do, but yeah, it's just, I've done it, like, I've been doing a bit more exercise now. I, I've got a bung knee from footy, so it's sort of a bit hard to do running and stuff, but yeah, um, yeah it's just, it's it's just really helped me out a lot, actually. Um, Good, man. It's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm sort of starting to get on the, the business side of it, too, like, trying to sell some to mate. I've, I've been selling some to my mates, and... They've yep. been getting on it, and um, yeah, I think uh, I think Adam Burt he started on on a bit of a weight loss challenge too. He's been going to the gym, and yeah, he's uh, he's trying to do it too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I know a lot of exactly. blokes out there yeah. that that are getting on it, getting on the the health kick. And look, I think it's something everyone needs to do. Like it's just it'll help you be a better um, competitive wargamer as well. Oh, look, that's I said, like. I, I the stuff I was using at the tournament I had um it was a Herbalife product but it was um 
yeah, it was yeah the hydrolyte, and it was uh, it was just a uh, it's called lift off, but it's like a it just gets you up and going, like it just gets your brain going. Like properly a, a pre-workout sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a pre-workout. Yeah, very similar. So I was taking that. Yeah, after lunch. But yeah, no, it made it made it so much easier, dude. Like I yeah, was just yeah. I was alert and mm. yeah, it made my game so much better. And I didn't have a headache at the end of the day. Like normally, you just you know. You, you normally just drink that much water and it just doesn't hydrate you and you get a headache and yeah um yeah no it was i actually felt really good by the end of it and i think honestly i think it made a, a heap of difference to my games but just been feeling a bit fitter and healthier it makes a huge game, but it's in general well-being for your life you know it's nothing wrong with that yeah. go for yeah, it for sure and you're like um, you're you're into the fitness with you being in the navy and stuff yeah it's kind of enforced yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, you know, we have to, we have past fitness tests every year and things like that. But, um, yeah, there's a, a, I've got a mandated three hours per week to actually devote to going to the gym and doing exercise. And oh, that's, okay. Uh, that's a part of my working routine. So I'm very lucky to have that in my workplace. But, um, yeah, that's awesome. But, um, yeah, I've been on holidays and have put on a few, but, um, <laughs> the mountain yep. back at work, I can start focusing on that again so um but yeah for, for those out there just um yeah we encourage you yeah think about fitness side of things in your life and yeah. it doesn't have to be drastic but just little changes can really make a big difference and but um sure yeah, yeah if, so if hashtag anyone, strong, any, strong you know let's let's, let's yeah. do it let's do this and if anyone out there wants any tips or wants yep. to have a chat to me like um, um how can they how can we talk to you and reach to you um, um so you can get me on um facebook at um, just Matthew Tyrrell, you'll find me on most things. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I think I'm just Matthew Tyrrell on Twitter as well. Um, but yeah, if you find me on Facebook, Facebook or Twitter, and you want to find out some more about losing weight, or even if you just want to have a chat about healthy eating, like I've been learning a lot lately about um, how to eat healthier and and what to do, yeah. just hit me up. Um, and you know, there's no don't have to sign up to anything. Don't have to do anything. You can just have a chat and I help you out, do whatever you want to do um, and go from there. I'm happy to help everyone. Like, as I said, it's just, I'm only there. I'm out there to try and help people get healthier. Um, I don't care about anything else really at this stage. I just want to help people. So if you want help or you just want to have a chat, just hit me up and um, yeah, we'll have a chat. That's brilliant. Mate, Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for like, the invite. It's epic, awesome. man. Epic. And um, it's like always a pleasure to have you. And um, I remember our first show we did together with uh, Clint. We did that yeah. Nighthorn episode. Yeah, it was great. That was good. The, the, the first one or the second one? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We had to re- re-record it because it likely lost it or something. But um, yeah, yeah no, I think that was, uh, I don't know if it still is, but um, Clint was saying it was the most downloaded episode to date. So. It was, yeah. yeah, for a while, so hopefully it still is. But... Hopefully it still is. You can't have to let us know. <laughs> yeah. No, but, thanks um... for the invite, dude. Like, as I say, I love love chatting, so, yeah. yeah, anytime you want someone on to chat, just hit me up, dude. I'm, I'm all yeah, for man. it, so. All well, um, so what's uh, what's up next for you? In, uh, are you going to any um, events soon? So I have bought a ticket to Border Wars. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. Which is going to be in Aubrey. Um 
not sure if I'm going to get to it. The we've got a baby due in April, so. Oh no! Um, I mean, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how the baby's going. If yeah. the baby's going well, um, definitely going. Um, obviously, it's not far from it. I don't have to travel, so pretty sweet, pretty easy to get to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the later in done. the year, <laughs> later in the year, it'll just depend on. Like, because I did well at CanCon, if I do well at Border Wars, um, I wouldn't mind trying to make Masters. That's kind yeah. of where I wanted I wanted to get there last year, but I sort of just missed out at the end. Um, I wasn't too far off, but, yeah. just yeah, definitely. I didn't get to... Being ninth and CanCon, it's a good place to start off. Yeah, I definitely. think, like, I worked out the points <laughs> yesterday. I think I get about 95-odd points. So, so would, um, yeah. that's a good start to the to the masters run um so it'd be awesome to get the masters but um hey stick with the death army yeah i will i think so um you think your list, list will change much or no i'm really happy with my list to be honest um as i said earlier i've i've built it to it pretty much everything in it counters something else um, that I might come up against. So yeah, nice. I'm pretty pretty <clears throat> solid on the list at the moment. Um, just depending on a few things, like if Ethereal Amulet gets nerfed, which it probably should, I don't know if it will, but I think it should be nerfed, to be honest. Um, I think it should be like all Night Haunt saves. It should be a four-up save, no matter what. Like, mm. I don't think well, it should be... Well, maybe make it so um, you can only put it on <clears throat> models that aren't behemoths or something. Well, like I think if you made it a four-up save, I don't think a lot of as many people would use it. Like, yeah, true. the fact mm. that it's a three-up save and you get Mystic Shield on it, it's only failing twos. I think mm. if you made it, make it a four-up save, like all Night Haunt that's ethereal. There's no Night Haunt that's better than a four-up save. So except for Chain Rust of five-up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's nothing better than a four-up. Oh so, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Mm. So if if they made it a four-up ethereal save, I think it would make people think about taking it more often like not taking it so good. much it's still good but it means that different it's options will be a lot more killable mm. yeah yeah so if if ethereal amulet gets changed i might think about I might even think about griff feather charm have the neg two to hit um oh yeah i think that'd be, <laughs> a, good, go. that'd be a good yeah it'd be a good little combo um concocted a bit of magic there tonight i think <laughs> and their move the movement shenanigans everything like that. Plus, yeah. if you have pinions on him, definitely moving a long way then. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I think my list will say pretty much the same for now. Um, yeah. I'm also building. I want to finish painting my Night Haunt list. Um, yeah. I've got a pretty solid list. I actually had a list that I was taking a CanCon, but um, I played against Jesse. I'd beat I beat Jesse, but then I played against Adam, and Adam pretty much smashed me. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> this list isn't great like at night horn i find you just got to run them in blocks because you got to have everything within 12 inches and yeah i just find them really hard to play with so um i don't know i i love painting them and i love the hobby side of them so i want to finish doing that um but i'm also i've also started an actual Ideneth army um some deakin oh yeah but yeah. I, I think I'm, i remember seeing some snippets on, on yeah so i'm there. not I'm not running your ti- uh, like all my armies. I'm not running um, your typical list, so I'm just going to run a heavy Namadi list. So the the Reavers, who are the the bowmen, the guys with bows, 
and a heap of thralls, which are the the, the combat guys. Um, I might just take. I'll still take some eels, probably maybe a unit of six eels, just for that punch to run around the board doing stuff. But I want to. I want to mainly just center the army just around the the thralls and the the reavers, just to have a heap of bodies on the board and have a bit of fun with them. Um, yeah, something different. And, yeah, try and do something a bit different to what everyone else does. That's yeah. kind of like what I've done with my death, death list. Like, I haven't seen anyone else do a list like my death list. Um, yeah. It's kind of quite unique. So I want to just kind of keep that uniqueness about the Ideneth as well. Um, so there, yeah, Ideneth and Nighthaunt will be what I'll be working on this year at this stage. Um, yeah, what about yourself? Uh, going forward for me, um, so I'll be... I'm going to be painting Nagash. It's my next um, project. So I'm going to um, realize my Nagash dreams. And I've actually um, part of a Kickstarter from Fireforge Miniatures. And uh, they're bringing out a whole range of new sort of zombie models. And they are absolutely phenomenal. I love it. So I thought I'm like, I'm jumping on that. So I've just ordered a whole, like... (laughs) holding a, a truckload of zombies so yeah. i'll be i'll be doing like i just want to do one tournament where i just take three into 60 zombies yeah wow then just like well if you take the gash you know the gash yeah. zombies and corpse carts and a necromancer if i can fit it in i, I there's a list that i've oh, got with that which it's just like 10 points over 2000 so i'm like oh yeah, yeah. so i've got to like <laughs> sacrifice one of the units of 60 for like 10 direwolves so yeah, i can put yeah. a fit in the other things I want, but um, yeah. So I'm looking at something like that. But there'll be new zombie models. Um, so looking at least 120 of the bastards on the table. Wow. Um, um, so that, like, that's with that's at least with Nagash, you got no battle shock. So yeah, that's no 100, 120, 180 wounds that people are going to try and get through. That's pretty hard. It's it's, it's going to be ridiculous. People are going to hate. Yeah, hate you better you better buy some movement trays, dude. No, nah, no, nah, not a movement tray, not a single movement tray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, will, I probably should. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, so that that's kind of that's the idea going forward. I also want to realize my um my death rattle dream as well. Like just have a just pure death rattle. Um, yeah. so that's kind of like on the horizon. And I've got a I've got a whole lot of terrain I need to paint up and. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, because I'm helping Chris run uh, Sydney Slaughter eighth uh, of June. Uh, oh, that's right, a, eh? that's, yeah. a, that's a Pads RSL club this year in Sydney. Yep. So that's the Queen's Birthday long weekend in June. So for people listening, who haven't bought your tickets yet. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Um, hit up the MortallyWoundedPodcast dot com uh, page or on the um, on our. Um, facebook um page we've got the event on there it's pinned to the top so yeah 75 bucks for the ticket um get in now otherwise you'll miss out and that's sort of that's on the horizon but my next tournament i'm attending i'll be down for border wars as well mate so that's 27 27 28 28 so even if you don't end up coming hopefully we get a chance to catch up in some oh we will for sure dude yeah Yeah, and um yeah so that's uh 2000 points five rounds uh so Travis and um, Adam are running it together. They've been promising um, cook lunches that they'll be cooking themselves. Yeah, yeah. So provide on yeah. both days. That's at the well, uh, Adam's. Adam's wife is a, um, and her family are f- 
like they used to have a uh, like a takeaway restaurant sort of thing. Oh, in okay, yeah. So awesome. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fantastic. And that it's reflected in the price too. I think it might be it's, seventy uh, bucks. Seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I bought my ticket like get... straight away as soon as I saw. I was like, yeah, I know that that's enough time to build up the brownie points with the wife. Uh, from <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty. I'm on very thin ice at the moment as it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been talking yeah. nothing but Warhammer. Um, practicing Warhammer, painting Warhammer, talking to her about Warhammer as well. Oh, she, she'd be loving uh, it. She's just like, oh, she's had enough, man. She has had enough. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on my last, uh, I'm on warning at the moment. <laughs> I'm on official warning, but I'm, here I am recording on a Friday night, yeah. uh, already yeah. one hour over my promised uh, time. So, oh, God. Nearly done, nearly done. Yeah, nearly done. But I've already, the thing is, we're going to record... <laughs> Tomorrow yeah. as well with Chris's Chris oh. is gonna Chris is gonna um, pile in tomorrow with um and with Brent we're gonna interview Brent uh, and talk about his um his army so Brent says won the best uh best won first prize for best painted army judges choice so we're gonna interview oh, him yeah. tomorrow um yeah, awesome. and with the three of us so um yeah. anyway yeah. Um, yeah, nice. I've made deals with the devil. Um, so <laughs> awesome. um, but after so you'll, the, be, you'll be down for Border Wars. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Yeah, I can't wait. And um, that's at the Mirambina Community Centre in Lavington, which I assume is um, out near Dubbo somewhere. Um, <laughs> yep, 10 minutes away. <laughs> okay, cool, man. Well, um, thank you so much again for joining us and all the yep. listeners who have made it this far. Um, uh, hats off to you as well. Um, thank you for listening <laughs> and I uh, hope you enjoyed the show and uh, we'll, we'll speak to you or well, you'll hear us again very soon. And um, yeah, yeah thanks keep for painting, having me, dude. keep wargaming, um, live out your dreams, go for it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Ciao.
All right, boys. So I'm just gonna ch- take a leak and grab another beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's still recording. I'll just edit edit this out. But um, classic. <laughs> oh shit! I think Matt's speakers have muted. Oh shit! Yeah.